All right, we're live, bitches. I'm going back to Josh. Are you okay, Joe? Not really. Not really. Not really. Have you been drinking? Oh. Why do you, you smell, smell like it? I smell alcohol. You got bad uh, cologne on? I smell booze. <laughs> Somebody's been drinking. <laughs> you tuned into one of those, Joe. Oh, God. Yeah, really? Yeah. Like the son-in-law that tells on a guy when he has to pull over and puke on the way oh, home. Still pissing. <laughs> still pissing me off, boys. Okay, four feet of snow for Buffalo. That's a lot of snow. Reavers is hearing that they won't even attempt to play the game. They'll move it because they got to get it in because apparently Buffalo has a Thanksgiving game. They play in the snow. Detroit on Thanksgiving. Rook, this isn't right over here. What? Uh, I don't see all the drops. It's too big. There you go. Well, that you know, you had the right no, no. I, 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 that ain't it. There it is. Copy that. Now I smell apples. I just opened my tell us when you smell burnt toast. Yeah, when you smell we burnt toast. We can all leave the room. What do you smell? <laughs> my hair. Oh, you asshole. It's just... <laughs> what does the burnt toast thing mean? You're having, You're having a, stroke. a stroke. When you smell burnt toast? Uh-huh. No. I didn't know that. Does that mean you're having a stroke? Apparently. <laughs> I can't hear John and Kenny, so if that's what they said, I apologize oh, okay, if you're good. offended. If you're offended. Because, like, I'm listening to Josh and Q. God, I've been reading some interesting stuff on uh, electric vehicles and coming to the conclusion that it's just infantile what's happening. It just it can't work. You can't create enough batteries. And there was when there's power outages and the, and the state turns off the power. Yeah, what's the core charge for my uh, car battery here? Is it uh, ten bucks? Yeah, I, I uh, I'm, I'm gonna swap them out in the parking lot. I'll bring it in. Okay, don't charge me. Yeah. Cool. How does a guy end up with so many dead batteries laying about the the property? You have How that? is that? Do you have that? Yeah. Well, and I don't know where they come uh, from because I always bring in a core. Well, I don't so know what where are is. these things coming from? I'm not buying batteries, batteries without bringing a core in. Got to get my ten bucks. Rattalonis Hardware and Garden oh, Stores. I need a couple of minutes, bro. You know, basically, this show is run by Josh Arnold. That's not true. Yeah. Kind of seems like it is. Well, I just said Thursday gets hairy because we got to record both Mike and Josh. Oh, guy, you've got a tough life, let me tell you. <laughs> Are we picking on Chris again hurry. today? <laughs> Sorry. 
Rook. Come here. Okay, I found it. GLers for Patrick. You just found it now? No, I got I, I needed a I needed that because I was never mind, com- I can do it. Composing a tweet. Oh, oh I see. Joe, do you know who Bob Collins is? It's ringing a bell. He's a guy that really, 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 really hates you. That used to do, wow. um, used to work on NPR radio. Okay. And uh, he had an old Twitter account that I had blocked because I didn't even want to, you know, he didn't follow me or anything, but I didn't want to see any of his stuff because he's such a negative person. Well, he evidently picked up a new Twitter account, and he started following me, and he and I didn't know it. And I had retweeted something about this GL event, uh, town council thing, um, and um, he he responded, "Not a chance in hell." That so, he would that he would attend. You mean that he would attend? So, let well, me f- is he a council member? No, he hates you. Remember, I, told I don't you, remember. I, he hates you. He really why. Really, what did I well, do? you said something once, probably oh, once. 20, 30 years ago, yeah. that he's still lingering to. I, I would not have recalled that. Yeah. And uh, hold on. Let me just find this here. Hot damn, I'm good. Humble brag? Yep. Okay. I hold on. Dark. It's the camera. It not a chance in hell. I'm really so I really responded to him. Um, Joe, thanks, Bob. Now go, please be a miserable caitiff somewhere else. <laughs> and he blocked me. Success. Yeah, and I don't follow him, and I hate his guts, and I would never follow him, and he's a miserable ass. But instead of blocking him when he did that, I just took a shot at him, and I used a $20 word. And uh, What was the word? Caitiff. I, what I, don't, know, mean? I don't know what that, that is. Yeah. It means you're a coward. Huh. Oh. Uh let me ask you something. You're not even getting a bleep that word does from he, Rook. Does he still work right. for NPR? No, no. He does something called My Little Bloggy. Oh, boy. But that's good. <laughs> yeah. He had the, to the GL Podcast Network. He had the Murray's disease or whatever in the ear, and he was oh. old, so he retired, so he couldn't hear. Oh. The same thing Huey Lewis has. What? Exactly. Rook, I lost uh, something here. I don't know what I'm doing. I'll say. But he's a real. Is that why he's so mean? Probably. I, I don't know. I just remember when he because re- he retired, what, two, three, four yeah. years ago? Something yeah. like that. Well, what and was he, a news guy? I, I don't know, to be truthful. <laughs> I, I just know he worked the, at MPR. Do you need help over there? Well, we're... Joe, today you're going to have for ads? Everything. Yes. Kenny, don't suck snot in my ear. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Suck snot. Outside of Stoonover, I need a Maple Grove. How you doing, buddy? I'm okay. <laughs> I need a Maple Grove, a sea foam, and a moon from you today. A sea foam on a Thursday, you say? Yeah, we got some makings up to do. Um, can we do the same thing today that we did yesterday, please? That was very helpful. What's that? Well, if you start oh, the huh. damn thing. And let's be sure to plug uh, Scooney here a whole bunch today. We also need to promote the town council event at Tattersall. And we have to do it 
a lot today and tomorrow because since we're going to be oh, is that the week uh, that's the week after christmas or i mean thanksgiving, thanksgiving. yep 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 yep, yep. It's so now the drudge part is gone i got it the uh here's what you do the NPR retirement story says Bob okay. Collins had irreverent conversations about the news with Mary. What's <laughs> That's just the highlight. Now you lost the drops. No, it's right oh, here. Okay. Got her? Yeah. He really hates Such. And then Johnny. I don't know the guy. Right. I'm sure it's just something you said on the air that he thought. No, it's something you said 20 years ago or it was yeah. something you wrote a long time ago. And Why'd you write that? I don't know. Uh, oh, it was pretty good. Rattle charred. You know what made it good? They put the, the dried ketchup on the top. Mm -hmm. That's the way used to make it. John, you're going to have Rivertown Twitch Farm. Gotcha. Rock. You know, you know who likes me now? And I huh. think it's very odd. I don't know if he likes me, but he, Garrison Keeler. Who do I have? Really? Well, he gave me a compliment in his. Yeah, no kidding. Jesus. A couple times. Times. I really times. I haven't heard it, Joe. Water, Joe. Oh, I haven't heard it. Thanks, John. You're welcome. Did he so, get you confused with somebody else like Tom? You Bernard. know what, though? Knowing Keeler, it probably wasn't a compliment. It was very backhanded. He said, I don't. I can't believe he's still going, that type of thing. Well, doesn't he probably need as many allies as he can possibly get right now? I'd sure love to have about a two-hour-long talk with him on the air. That would be awesome. But he hasn't responded to that, so maybe he's not being nice. Why don't you just go to his garage again? I've never done that. Sure. Yeah. Well, how did that uh -huh. originate? Sure. Why did Look, that rumor ever originate? Looking through his garbage. The you know. St. Paul right. Pioneer Press <laughs> made the mistake of printing his home address when he returned to live in St. Paul after having a snip and saying, I don't want to live here anymore. And he went out to live in New York. Then he came back and lived in St. Paul. And he was entirely justified in being angry at the Pioneer Press for printing his address. The paper should never have done yeah, that. I don't, I don't blame him. Why no, did they do not that? not blaming him. Was that Coleman or was that? Deborah Howell was the editor. And uh, she made a mistake. In the, in the, uh, in the offshoot of that, he, he said, you know, Sushere has been hanging around my garage looking in there. Well, no, no, I, I was not. Did he That's say he said that on the show? I'll tell you the truth. I drove by what I thought was his address, but it wasn't even correct. So I never fail. did see his house. Failed. Yeah, it was a fail. Yeah. Did he sue the paper? I don't think so. I will say that when he eulogized my grandpa Red at his funeral. The, he had the greatest line ever. It pleased Red that so many listeners thought he was black. Yeah. A lot of a uh, lot of jazz musicians who are white would be happy with that. Uh, right. Yeah. Description. Frataloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Rookie, I need all three from you, and please do Spiral first today. Spiral first. Yes. Are we ready? Yeah. Gents. Yeah. I don't think Joe's ready yet. I am. <laughs> What are you going to write about today? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, write Kenny. About write about, about us. Kenny. Write about write the a, show. Write about Why the crabby you? coffee. No, no, You're yeah. thankful for your Garage Logic crew. Why don't yeah. you take you claim that you created the podcast, the Krabby Coffee Shop? That is all you're doing. Why don't you beat Patrick and do a <laughs> column about Dennis Denning? He's already got it written. How about Turkey of the Year preview? <laughs> <laughs> 
can we start this effing thing? Prime time turkey. Prime time turkey. Prime time. I think it's going to be this guy. <laughs> We're all full of good ideas, aren't we, Sue? I think Rattalone's so. Hardware and garden stores. We're kicking it. Rattaloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 967, November 17th, 2022. Here's our last 70 of the year. No! 73 degrees on this day in 1953. And we're waiting uh, until when? I'm going to get there. Gotcha. And it was uh, five below on this day in 1880. Now, uh, this is the last 70 recorded of the calendar year, but as soon as February 5, there could be another 70. Mm. Four, okay. in the year 2000, we hit 72 degrees on Feb 5. So if you do the math, that's 80 days between 70s. You know what mm. that is? That's nothing. nothing. That's nothing. nothing. So today is the garage door closer. Yeah, this is it. 73 to, uh, on this day in 1953. But as soon as February 5 rolls around, there is the potential for a 70 because we had a 72 in the year 2000. Next up, I'll be giving you the last 60 and the distance between 60s because <laughs> I know you really enjoy that. <laughs> and now from the maid's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic. With Chris Reavers, Manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the Newsroom, and of course, the Rookie. Here is your Flashlight King, Fireworks Commissioner, and the Keeper of Common Sense, your Mayor, Joe Sushir. Steve uh, Lading, Lading, Loading writes, have you... Uh... All right. I heard you discussing how fun it would be to watch Buffalo versus Cleveland in a snowstorm. It might not happen with travel being too dangerous. They're predicting three to six feet of lake effect snow Ooh, in Buffalo. Start, starting this afternoon. Right. Wow. Uh, the weather over New York throughout the weekend could render travel almost impossible, according to AccuWeather. The rare early season phenomenon could land in the weather history books. These early season events can be potent, and lake water temperatures are still quite mild compared to the middle or later part of the winter, according to AccuWeather. Almost exactly eight years ago, a similar event took place with more than 65 inches of snow I remember falling that. just south of Buffalo, dubbed Snowvember. Okay, what we're learning, according to Reavers, is that game won't even be played in Buffalo if, in fact, it gets played. My sources are telling me the hot rumor is that they're going to move it to the – is it the Carrier Dome in Syracuse? Yes. Uh, that that's a possibility because they do have to play that game because they play on Thanksgiving against the Detroits. Okay, right. but football is always – you're playing the elements. But this is no, uh, Matt, down to people Matt, can't even Matt, get around. you can't around. even live in four feet of snow. You're trying to stay home and protect your roof so you don't have to go to a Motel 6. When the double flange joist started Dang, rotating, you sheet to it. You, <laughs> me to it. you got sheetrock in there? Yeah. Okay. I don't need to hear that. Oh. Uh, I have a show to do. Cool. And there's lots of information to get oh, done. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I got great news from Greg Holcomb. What? The original production art used in the maps of Garage Logic in Gumption County are uh, going to be auctioned on eBay. Seriously? Charities, oh, charities cool. will benefit, yes. Wait. 
The auction begins Monday, November 21st. It's coming Monday. So this is his original artwork? This is the original on the Shiba archival quality stock materials that use that's our talk okay <laughs> and and they're iconic but that's fog hornable well, that's gonna get this yeah, and and Ooh. it's they're, they're it's really really a piece of garage logic history holcomb of course has always been the official artist of garage logic did all the art for the book and he did the maps i was i was thinking back to how we met he knocked on the door one day during saturday sports talk Mountain in maplewood, maplewood. yeah and he just, just I never saw him before. He walks in. What he, do you want, pal? Yeah, he unrolls a map. You got a gun? No. Uh, who was What's he in that? Is there a firearm in that thing? Uh, the blur? Uh, no, it wasn't blur. Um, the tall guy with the. Norm. Norm. Norm, Norm Patsnick. It was Norm. And he laid out the map on Norm's workbench, and I was flabbergasted. And I said, well, how do you do this? And he said, I just see the town when I'm listening to the show. That's awesome. So those maps really really uh iconic well i would like to bid on that's that too that's going to be way out of my league that's going to go for uh a lot I hope yeah so. that I should hope so. i hope so or we just we don't promote it and then one of us wins right <laughs> no, yeah. uh speaking of wait charity a minute, wait a minute how do we get our hands on that what uh, give us more information well you go to ebay it's a, it's gonna start uh, Monday on eBay. Okay. At twelve a.m. Garage Logic map. You just yeah. I'm gonna yeah. 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 What's yeah. the duration? How long is he gonna December keep it? December first. Till December first. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So you know, I'm just gonna put a bid just to say I put a bid on it and then get outbid three times because I don't have I don't even have a copy of the original map. You don't? I do really? not. Really? Huh. Well, there's the is one the ori- that's in here. Is the original one Garage Logic or Gumption County? Well, that's Garage I Logic. I have here. them both. It's Garage Logic, and then we went to Gumption County. Then we went to five o'clock meeting, Gumption County Fair. Yeah. Uh, he did. He captured everything. Yeah. That's the original map, but yeah. that's not the original no, original map. Original. That's a copy of the original. This one will map. end up in my basement when you guys finally quit. Yeah. <laughs> From the we are poorly led file. Wait, 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 wait. A lot wait, of those. Wait, wait, wait. It's give to the max day, Reavers. Right. Oh, yeah. Reavers, it's give to the max day. It sure is, Kenny. And uh, what we're doing here in Garage Logic is we're honoring our buddy Mike Schoonover and Patrick Schoonover Heart Foundation that helps identify heart defects in kids ages 14 to 24 following the death of their son Patrick at age 14. The foundation provides free heart screens. Four kids, 14 to 24, and these screens include family health history, blood pressure, height, weight, EKG, echocardiogram, and physician consultation to review results. The foundation foundation also teaches hands-only CPR and AED awareness and donates AEDs to host schools. GLers, you can help out this amazing charity with your tax-deductible donation. To do so, just go to garagelogic.com. Click on the banner ad or just search the keyword Patrick at garagelogic.com to donate. Very nice. From the We Are Poorly Led file uh, from our trusted mole, at a time when Minnesota is dealing with the feeding our future fraud, crime issues, failing test test scores for kids, what are two members of Minnesota's congressional delegation doing? They're signing on to a letter about plans to have the U.S. send funds to developing countries to help them recover from climate climate catastrophes. Oh my God! Betty McCollum and Ilhan Omar joined AOC, Cory Bush, and others who sent this letter to John Kerry. 
One specific step we urge you to take immediately is to throw the U.S. support behind the establishment of a loss and damage finance facility under the United Nations Framework Convention on Climate Change for the purpose of channeling new grant-based public finance from developed to developing countries to help them recover from climate catastrophes. My Lord. We are encouraged that the Biden administration has accepted formal discussions of loss and damage at the UN Climate Change Conference COP27. That's the one they had the luxurious resort in Egypt okay. they all flew to. Yep. Oh, yep. We hope you will build on that commitment and continue engaging in good faith discussion to ensure the world's most vulnerable communities receive life-saving resources in times of crisis. We are poorly led. That's infantile thinking. Uh, well, let me, can I continue with we're poorly led? Yes. But let me, uh, th- th- for some reason, somebody's getting a kickback there, right? Oh, you're damn right. Yeah. The guy with the purple Bentley. So it's not just out of the goodness of, of their hearts. There, there's some kickbacks in there somewhere. Speaking of the summit, did you see, is it Xi Jinping? Is yes, that I will accept that. The, yeah. the <laughs> verbal undressing he did with Trudeau? Yes. yes. Oh, my. That's a guy I don't think you want to cross. That was pretty good. Trudeau was poorly serving Canada. You think? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's poorly serving. Well, no, go there. Was it yesterday <laughs> we had the uh, Independent School District 625 St. Paul resolution? Yes. Uh, I think it was yesterday. Disinvesting. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Around fossil fuels, I've yes. been alerted to a new one. Oh, good! I've been alerted to a new one. What do you got? Adopting a St. Paul public school resolution preventing investment in prisons, <laughs> private prisons. Whereas the United States has the highest number of people in prison out of every country in the world, with approximately twenty-five percent of the world's prison population, but only five percent of the overpopulation. And whereas. Of the total U.S. prison population, one in 12 people was incarcerated in private prisons in 2016, whereas 26,249 people were also confined in privately run immigration detention facilities in fiscal year 2017, whereas the prison industrial complex has become a $70 billion industry, and whereas people of color face a disproportionately high risk of incarceration in the U.S., and whereas the majority of students attending independent school district number 625 are students of color. And this isn't a long resolution. And whereas the board of education has the authority to invest public funds pursuant to Minnesota law, including Minnesota statutes, chapter 118 a be it resolved that the board of education, independent school district number 625 Uh, shall not invest in companies or funds that invest in companies that directly operate private prison facilities. Okay. Hmm. These are children uh, who have school board positions. Now, speaking of the resolution to disinvest, I'm sorry, I think it's called divest from fossil fuels. I got a note from Timbuktu. The problem with woke institutions like the St. Paul school board is that they are often financially illiterate. They live in an ideological bubble and have no idea how the world really works. When they dump their energy stocks, huge hedge funds jump in to buy these shares. The Financial Times of London recently summed it up in an article called Hedge Funds Cash In as Green Investors Dump Energy Stocks. And he linked me to the Financial Times. 
Hedge funds, hedge funds have been quietly snapping up the shares of unloved oil and gas companies discarded by environmentally minded institutional investors and, now, now, and are now reaping big gains as energy prices surge. It's such a great and easy idea, said Crispin Odie, founder of the London-based Odie Asset Management. The big institutional investors are all keen to get rid of oil assets. They're leaving fantastic returns on the table, added Odie, whose European fund is up more than 100% this year. Another hedge fund manager put it more succinctly. People don't understand how much money you can make in things that people hate. Odie's fund has also been providing financing for new companies that are being set up specifically to buy up unwanted assets being sold off by the oil majors. When environmental zealots pressured the giants like Exxon and Chevron to sell off some of their land rather than drill for oil, it accomplishes nothing. Exxon and Chevron simply sell these parcels to smaller companies at attractive prices, and the smaller companies then develop the properties. So far this year, the stock market overall is down 17%. But energy company stocks are soaring. Exxon is up 85%. Occidental Petroleum is up 148%. While the dumb money has been selling oil and gas stocks, the smart money, like Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway, has been buying it hand over fist. He is now the largest shareholder in Occidental Petroleum. Oil and gas companies will still be developed worldwide for one simple reason. The world needs them. And the giant hedge funds will be laughing all the way to the bank. These morons gave away money in St. Paul. Right. That's their, I, 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 boy, if I was a taxpayer in St. Paul, I'd be outraged. No, don't worry. They'll just raise your property taxes 15%. No problem. And then back to the divesting of fossil fuels, uh, Joe, I prefer you don't use my name, but I've read many of his emails, so I know who this is. When you brought up the St. Paul School Board divestment in fossil fuels, I had to laugh. That's all I can do with all of the hypocrisy. You think the board has given one thought to the fuel they are using to allow students to attend schools far away from their neighborhoods? I drive a school bus for St. Paul. I pick kids up on one side of town and drive them clear across town. Because of the district policy, kids do not have to attend schools in their neighborhood. When I attended school in St. Paul, I walked to school. Now the district is responsible for millions spent on evil fossil fuel, transporting kids from St. Anthony to the west side, for example, between the buses, vans, and parents' cars. The fuel used every day, the school board should own a refinery. As an aside, I have a bunch of, I, I have a hunch some of the many transportation companies contracted by the district have found ways or will find way to overcharge. An audit might find fraud that could make the food fraud look like peanuts. I only base this on lack of oversight and human nature. Good luck, the GL bus driver. Here's, here's uh, Tim nailed it. These people do quite literally live in an ideological bubble right? mm-hmm. with their, their peer group being the only people they befriend or know, right? They're, they're not part of, they're not part of the world we're living in. And yet we've allowed them through our, uh, our uh, apathy, passivity, to, yeah. passivity 
to become the people running, uh, in this nope. case, for example, the St. Paul Public Schools. You're saying their garage door is not up and they're sitting in their alley looking for They're not neighbors. in the alley. But you're right, Joe. We, we've we've let the, this go on too long, and now look what's happened. I mean, we, we haven't been involved enough. No, and these kids are getting a, a lousy education, not necessarily as a result of GL teachers, of course, but institutionally the academy has so thoroughly failed that you have school boards devoting their time to divesting from fossil fuels and uh, uh, promising not to invest money in any company that would contribute to building a private prison. And God knows what other resolutions they've had and they come up with. But it's a it's a crying shame that we're this poorly led. I, I have to tell you again about something. Uh, I'm going to stay on this poorly led theme uh, where you won't be poorly led is EcoFund Motorsports. No. Two locations, Forest Lake and Burnsville. And right now, all electric bikes, 200 bucks off. All scooters that turn urban errands into adventures, 100 bucks to 500 bucks off, plus heated storage if needed. That's the lowest prices since COVID. Mm. Over 100 youth ATVs and dirt bikes in stock. Uh, they've got the uh, golf carts, a grand off. They're on sale for $62.99. They're very cool. LED light bars, fold-out windshield, dump boxes. Oh. A garage logic golf cart. Oh, yeah. Mm. Uh, don't think I don't have that in oh. mind. Full-size <laughs> ATVs, 2,000-pound winch, and a steel plow blade, $58.99. Forget the shovel. 0% financing for one year. This is a great time to head to EcoFund just between now and Christmas and just load up on all the products in stock. Great people, great service, apparel, and uh, helmets. Forest Lake, Highway 97, immediately west of 35E, and in Burnsville on the service road of life near County Road 42 above. I think it's above 35W or below it, it's, but it's the service yeah, road. Yeah, it's right there. there. Uh, Forest Lake shot. in Burnsville, ecofundmotorsports.com. Brooke, can you give me a spiral? You want a spiral. Please. Let's do it. Please and thank you. I'm rolling whatever you're ready. You know, Spiral Light Candles is a local company, a garage logic company. Started in the garage, and the family that started this realized that they want to bring to the people candles that aren't boring. Don't burn boring candles. What is a boring candle? One that you just light the wick and doesn't really do much. This candle burns in a circular motion. And if you go to their website, spiralightcandles.com, you can see it in motion. It's really cool how it burns around, the wax falls in, and then, you know what, once it's done, you have a little conversation piece, and you want to get another one. They've got many different colors, many different scents, and many options for you at spiralightcandles.com. Now, when you're going over there for a hostess gift, this is an easy way out. Check out. There's a scent guide. There's a uh, all sorts of different accessories. Check them out online, spiralightcandles.com, and ask for the Cylinder Index Candle. It's exclusive to Spiralight Candles. There's no other candle that smells like your garage. Check them out online. Enlighten your life and stop burning boring candles with spiralightcandles.com. I didn't sing that one. Such, did you get that email from Carrie regarding um, her son and school? It came last week. She's back I, working here, I, by the way. I had it in my pile, but as the days went by, I discarded it. 
I discarded it. Can you forward it to me? Because, uh, yeah. Did you guys hear me? She's back working here. Well, Carrie Clatt? Yeah. She's helping, she's helping Mike with, uh, what's the 9 o'clock show? Good day. I don't Good know. times. Minnesota Life. Minnesota Thank you. Well, that's Boy, fantastic. I almost, I almost said something mm -hmm. and realized we're on. I was walking downstairs to go get lunch. No, you find that shocking. Yeah. Um, and she was standing there with Mike. I said, hey, what are you doing here? Dylan's, this is Dylan's last day. It is Dylan's last day, yes. Ask him if he wants to fly to Buffalo with me. Chris, Chris wants you to fly to Buffalo. You, know what? you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, you couldn't fly in, probably. I'm hoping there's a. I hope it starts in Green Bay tonight. The only reason yeah. to watch that game is if they get a snowstorm. I did look up the forecast. Just some rain. Just maybe some rain and light snow. Yeah. Oh, boo hiss. Yeah. It's nothing. Anyway, what did she say? You saw her in the hallway. Oh, uh, she said that uh, she's back to help out with Twin Cities Live. No, Minnesota Live. Thank you. Uh, apparently, I erased that switch. All right. So. That's okay. Well, it was really good. No, I know. I, I just, uh, it was all a matter of timing. Okay. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Found it, found it, found it. Don't brush off social emotional learning. And boy, that was a real eye opener for me because um, let's see, forward. Who are you, GL Joe? I am, uh, Kenny. GL Joe. That's cool. Okay. It's, you should be receiving it. It's like 3D almost. Second. Go there. Kind of, yeah. But it's related to the Minneapolis school board. But remember, we were looking through one of the candidates for the school board, and it was before the election, and I brought up something I had never heard of, this social-emotional learning thing. Rook, Twitter. And we all kind of just brushed it off. When you were doing Does your she live in Minneapolis? No, I believe she's a St. Paul girl. When you were doing your live ad, I said, oh, my God, he looks like. Then I just snap a photo. <laughs> Where is it? Wait. I just figured it out. Oh. Oh. Do you not? <laughs> yes, four score and uh, 20 years ago. Oh, my God. That is totally <laughs> what I miss. Totally. When Rookie was doing his live at I went, oh my god, I just snap a photo of me like <laughs> Franklin <laughs> from the side right here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Giant head. Yeah. Did you post it on Twitter? Oh yeah. And he's got the glasses at the perfect like Yes, I would love to tell you about candles that burn in a circular motion. I think I just discovered lightning. <laughs> candles. Would you, like, would you like to see my kite? Did you post it on your account? Mine. I must have blocked you. Yeah, it's mine. I must have blocked I'm not even you. I'm on Sundays anymore. Why would you block me? Oh, your political bullshit. No. I found a good cat video. I'm going to show the boys later. I like, I've grown to love animal videos lately. I don't me know too. Why. You know why? Because it's the only thing that's tolerable on social yeah, media. Yeah, well, the traveling lineman sent me a, a mongoose video. No, I saw that. Mean? Yeah, aren't they, aren't they mean? Well, uh, they seem to be. 
uh, fascinated by them. Mm. They look like armadillos, only they don't have armor. They look like Ooh. they have fur or soft skin or something. Oh my God! I Let's I retweeted here. that yesterday. The hey. George Brett video made the rounds. Hey, hey, hey! I saw that. Come yeah. on! I need that video to quit though. I can't. Play. Well, who's playing it? Who's playing it? Kenny was. Okay. Um. God damn it! <laughs> yes, my spectacles are at a point of contention. Let's go, <laughs> Johnny. You ready? Means. Sure, we're ready, Chris. Three, two. Wait. Jesus. Am I doing something oh, here? God yes. help me. Yes. <laughs> Just like every other show, every single day. I knew every single day, every hour, every break. I'm not even giving the account on. I'm rolling. Had to throw. Okay. Are you ready, Dell? He's a man who's been bit hard like a bass. Sifting through the nuts and bolts of life, Joe Souchere. One, two, three, four. Boy, did I blow that. He's going to return to hell. Do that. Why? It's easy. I couldn't even do that. Well, you got the end right. Too bad you screwed up the beginning. Yeah, I screwed up the beginning. I know. Sorry. We plus we rehearsed it before we started. Oh my! Uh, whereas there's another great sale in progress right now from Rich at Maple Grove Lock and Whereas Safe. It's the Whereas Veterans Day sale running through November. Uh, whereas twenty second. I don't think I'm going to be able to do this. In honor of our great veterans, Maple Grove Lock and Safe offering some special pricing on select U.S. whereas of A safes, USA 50 Iwo Jima. That one's a limited edition gloss white safe. It's got the big logo on it. That's on sale. The regular USA 50, the USA 30, and like always, financing, professional delivery, installation. It's all available. Uh, Liberty Saves, made in the U.S., have a transferable lifetime warranty and are obviously the best built safes on the planet. Look them up on the web, maplegrovelockandsafe.com, or stop into the Maple Grove Showroom, 6901 East Fish Lake Road. They're open Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and 24 hours a day at maplegrovelockandsafe.com, whereas... I want to stay with We Are Poorly Led. We managed, because it's Minnesota, to reelect the exact same people who've been in charge through the decline in public safety and the food fraud scandal and, and what have you. Uh, we've just put them all back in office, and we don't know if there'll ever be any repercussions. Channel 5 Eyewitness News has been doing a, a piece uh, on the Department of Human Services violating what's called, believe it or not, the 48-hour rule. <laughs> uh, it's for, it regards mental health treatment. It's a, I think it's a Eric Rasmussen who's been doing it. It's, it's a very good work, and it took up a considerable part of the news last night. I haven't seen any of this in the newspaper, and so I'm grateful that it's being done. Uh, essentially, what we're learning here is that People who should be committed are supposed to be within 48 hours of an arrest, for example. And the Department of Human Services is routinely ignoring that. They're not doing that. Okay. And some of these people spend months in a jail cell when 
when back months ago, within 48 hours, they were supposed to be given a bed in the hospital and get some help. Uh, they give the example of uh, Shakopee police arrested Anthony Swope, 27, in June at a St. Francis hospital after what his lawyers described as a psychotic episode in which Swope was accused of kicking a security guard while being restrained. After doctors found him incompetent to stand trial, a judge committed him to treatment in a locked state mental hospital, an extreme step that Swope's lawyer, uh, Kevin Weatherill, said his client welcomed. He didn't fight that, Weatherill said. He actually told the court, I agree to this. I want to go to the hospital. I want to get help. But Swope waited in jail two months before he finally received the help he needed, despite the judge's order and a state law meant to ensure expedited treatment. That law requires the Department of Human Services to transfer inmates to a state-run facility within 48 hours of a civil commitment. Swope was in the Scott County Jail for 57 days. Holy crap. Uh, DHS finally moved Swope to a state hospital earlier this month, but there are dozens of more inmates waiting weeks and even months to be transferred. It's frustrating because we want to serve people. We want to get people into treatment, said Kylie Ann Stevens, executive medical director, medical director for the behavioral health at DHS. We don't want our people waiting in jails to get treatment. Well, she's the one they sent out as the sacrificial lamb to talk to Rasmussen. She's a medical doctor, and, yep. and uh, God bless her, but she had nothing to say. Just boilerplate BS. Right. Uh, five investigates review of court records show DHS has repeatedly violated Minnesota's 48-hour law. Uh, we know all about that here in GL. It, they've done this in the last two years. Uh, the violations have led to sharp rebukes from sitting judges who ordered DHS officials to appear in court to explain why the state's largest agency can't follow the law. <clears throat> I've never seen a statute where there's just overt failure to comply, and it's not even close, Scott County Judge Christopher Wilton said. DHS declined a request to speak with Commissioner Jody Harpstead. Isn't that what she's Don't supposed to do? Don't you owe us, Jody? Right. Right. In a 15-minute interview with Five Investigates, the doctor, Dr. Stevens, defended the agency's efforts and blamed violations on a shortage of mental health beds. Uh, it's not just a problem with our facility, Stevens said. We're doing what we can to meet the need, and we are complying with the intent of the law which is to get people into treatment. There's no intent of the law, Stevens. It's a law. It's a mandate. Right. You must put these people in a bed mm -hmm. within 48 hours and get them help. But what does it mean when she, uh, Stevens says, we're doing what we can to meet the need? Nothing. Well, Nothing. It, it, it doesn't it's mean a, anything. It's a lie. Right. Yeah. No, you're not. You don't have enough beds. Get right. some beds. DHS attributes the shortage of mental health beds in facilities to four factors. Increasing court referrals through civil commitment, delays in moving stabilized patients out of state hospitals, staffing shortages, and lingering impacts of COVID-19 limiting capacity. COVID-19 has really been a catch-all excuse for a lot Boy, of things. Yeah, yeah. sure has. A, a lot bag. of things. It was the great experiment, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. uh, and this goes on to say, 
uh, violations of the state's 48-hour law have caught the attention of at least two judges in Scott County. I think about what would happen if we took every other statute and we just had people look at it and say, well, we're doing our best, but we're not going to comply. We can't comply and we don't want to comply. When first raised, uh, Wilton, that's a judge, first raised concerns nearly three months ago, an inmate had been sitting in the county jail for nearly a month after doctors diagnosed him with developmental disabilities and substantial psychiatric disorders. Brandon Charles Haig McLaughlin was found incompetent to stand trial on drug charges and committed to the custody of DHS, but he ended up waiting 60 days for the agency to transfer him to a state hospital. I didn't know 48 hours. Okay. And they won't bring out the, uh, I won't read you the whole thing. I recommend that you read it. It's good work by this uh, Rasmussen. Uh, I won't read you the whole thing, but it goes on. To, and I'm developing a theory. You are? Well, it's not even a theory. I think it's something we've observed. What's that? Uh, let me go back to who is the uh, Department of uh, DHS uh, would be presumably appointed by Walls. Right. Or is that a safe assumption? Yeah. Yes. Uh, what's her name? Help me. Uh, her name is, she declined... Jody, Commissioner Jody, Jody Harpstead. Jody Harpstead. So where is their responsibility to the taxpayer? If, if we're led by only one party, what are they getting away with? And here is a real strong example of where in the hell has the attorney general been on this? <laughs> You've got a your largest state agency is violating the law. Where is Keith Ellison? But what will he say? Well, this this isn't our fault. The same thing he'll do the exact same thing that he did with the food fraud. The problem is nothing's their fault. No. The buck is not stopping. You pass the buck. You've got Heather Mueller is the director of the Department of Education, which played an entirely important role in the distribution of $250 million in food fraud. Has she spoken to the public? No. Never seen Will she be fired? No. She's, is, she, is it She's, safe to assume she would also be a Walls appointee? She is a Walls appointee. She is resigning. That is in the news. She's right? one of the four? She's one of the four, yes. Okay. Well, so yeah. is she resigning rather than face the music? Uh, yes. We we don't know uh, if if these people are. Did you read the story? They're being let they go, forced yeah. out, or yeah. are they resigning? It says they're resigning. I'll have it in the news, uh, but yeah. she is one of the four. Okay, but. Here, let me, let me finish. What, where this falls under the we're poorly led yeah. headline is that we're not only poorly led, we're not led at all. There you go. You have people, given their political affiliations, running these overwhelmingly large state agencies who not only are failing to do what they're supposed to do in the case of DHS, ordered by the law to do, they're not responding, they're not... Uh, they're not taking responsibility. They don't talk to the press. The press has become weakened, which is why we should be grateful. Every time we see uh, an outfit, in this case, Channel 5, take a shot at trying to get to the right. bottom of something, right. 
You, you've never heard of Heather Mueller addressing the food fraud. You don't hear the attorney general. Keith, your largest state agency is willfully disobeying the law. Where are you? Where the hell are you? There, there well, he's is got that fleet farm thing. Uh, he's got to try to pursue that. Um, <clears throat> later he's got on, some mom and pop bars. He's still trying to sue. Yeah, the coffee shop. Didn't he go up to the coffee yeah, shop up right. north? But up look, north? At the, look at the danger we face when you are governed only by a monopoly. John, what? Later on in the story, if you continue to read it, it does say the attorney general's office is doing something, but what they're doing is the wrong thing. Mm -hmm. uh, it says they are repeated. They represent DHS. They're repeatedly pushing back on the court's authority to force the agency to take any additional action. So basically wow. they're saying, yeah, just let it go. Just, you know, it's, we, it's we amazing. It's wow. amazing. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's crazy. When you're governed by only one party and that party continues to drift dangerously left, mm -hmm. not moderately left, yep. this is what you get. You get no leadership. And they keep getting reelected because we're a bunch of. I told you, I contacted the Department of Education. Yes. And they have a helpful fellow there. Uh, is it Kevin? Kevin, was he the former news guy? No, the Burns. guy, that, Kevin Burns. Yeah, he there, Kevin Burns. He's yeah. their spokesperson. Yeah. And what I wanted, and I don't expect him to, and I don't hold it, I don't hold him at fault for this. What I wanted, I said, I want the name of the person who had an application on their desk for reimbursement for you fill in the blank. And that applicant is suggesting that he or she just fed 12,500 kids. I want the name of the person who could look at that and not raise a question. And I'm mm. not going to get that name. No. no. And, and, and I, uh, it, that person, I can only assume, will not be reprimanded, will not be fired, will, will not even be given a strict talking to. Because who's going to give... The strict talking to Heather Mueller, a like-minded, politically, ideologically pawn in all of this. Nope. We're, we're in trouble here in Minnesota because we're being governed by a monopoly of people who are proving to be incompetent. And they might be incompetent by default because they can be. And well, no repercussions will ensue. Joe, right, Joe holding we're moving thing. Minnesota forward. No, we're not. That's what We're Governor Walls is doing. We're moving it forward. So here you have the state's largest agency willfully disobeying the law. No one will address it. They won't let the uh, speaker uh, or the director of it speak to the press. She's protected. And then you've got the attorney general of the state whose response has been, we don't like the law. Man, Rookie and I can't even get away with that kind of incompetence. No, you guys are trying compared to these people. We are poorly, poorly led. Uh, and I'm glad to report to you that we do have help in our midst, the center of the American experiment. Would this fall under uh, a category that they would have voted on, or would this not even come close to what the amount of spending? What I do guess? you mean voted on? Well, their, their, their big thing is voting on what, what biggest waste of money we had in the state of Minnesota. Of course, this isn't really a waste of money. It's just complete 
No, it's a waste of, of lives who are desperate to get help. Right. And they're rotting in jails because these fools can't follow the law. The center of the American experiment can't solve it, but they can sure lay it out for you. They have a great magazine, a great website. They bring speakers in. They hold events. They're Minnesota's original pushbackers. Right now, you can go to AmericanExperiment.org and vote on the Golden Turkey Award, which would be funny if it wasn't so damn devastating, <laughs> which is the waste of money by the Minnesota government. And one of the candidates is the $250 million food fraud. $250 million. That's a leading vote getter, but there are oh, others. Yes. there are others to choose from. They are the center of the American experiment. And you know what they're doing? They're clinging to that experiment. They're watching that experiment get stretched and beat up and banged on, and they are hanging in there. And I uh, recommend that you visit them at AmericanExperiment.org. I will take another one from you, Matthew. Um, <clears throat> we get a, can we do another segment, please? Before John? Yes, please. Yeah. You ready, Rick? Yeah. I am rolling. Right now is the perfect time to get in touch with Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. Not to wash your windows, not to clean out your gutters, not to power wash the roof. No, but for your holiday lights. Your holiday lights are very important, especially if you want to be that person on the block where it looks completely professional. Well, have them done professionally with Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services. That's where the seasonal services come in. Yes, they do a great job with all the other items that they have, and they've been doing this since 2007. They're veteran-owned, they're GarageLogic approved, A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, so you know when you call them to get on their schedule for hanging holiday lights, they are going to do a fantastic job. They're going to do it safely. Remember, you don't have to get up on the ladder six to eight feet, maybe the second story. I hate that. I'm very unnerved when I get up that high. Why not have them come in with their safety ladders and they will put up your lights and you don't have to worry about a thing, but being the best looking house on the block, ready for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever the case may be. 612-888-5248. 612-888-5248. Or go to kahunawindowcleaning.com. That's their website. Remember, for your holiday lights, and then in the spring you can worry about the other stuff, but right now it's holiday lights. Kahuna Window Cleaning and Seasonal Services on Kahuna Window Cleaning. Dot com. Thank you. Dot com. Dot com. Dot com. What did we do over here? We did. Yes. Okay, here we go. What am I hearing? What? Yes. Did you ask me something? I was hearing something. Oh, it was me listening to the show in queue. It was bleed over out of his headphones. I forgot to timestamp your last one. Oh, fancy as that. Oops. 
a wild play tonight. <laughs> yes, the penguin. Penguin ain't that good this year, but then neither are the wild, you know, especially at home. Are they still selling? Are off? we going to do the show? Yeah, I'm just waiting for. Well, I'm ready. Ken, you ready? Sure. All right, Johnny. Yes, sir. Rolling in three, three, two, two, one, one. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joseph. Not tomorrow. Conquer the music industry. When tomorrow? No, over the weekend. But the but weekend. we won't be here tomorrow. So. Well, there's well, nothing well to I will. There's nothing you will to prevent you from walking downstairs and turning on the mic for bumps. Yeah, not might, not, oh, might not. What, might not be home is the problem. Well, what was that, China? <laughs> was that something you two just whipped up on the? That was uh, something right I think. The... Uh, Dylan, uh, that's a Dylan thing. Dylan wrote that. And, uh, yeah, but Johnny, you did something that I could never do. In a you were doing years. the leads. Yeah, you were doing well, the leads there. Yeah, I know. What the, uh, he showed me what the chords were when he walked out, and I kind of, you know, just messed around no, with no, it for no, me. But Johnny, what you did was even more amazing because you were playing, and then you were conversing as well. And I, I don't know how people can do that. I would have to stop and play I, and not talk I, to anybody. From the know, United States, and here's you. Kenny Olson okay. using seafoam <laughs> on the regular. Yeah. yeah is great preventive maintenance. And that, my friend, is brilliant. Uh, but even if you're lazy and forgetful, you don't use sea foam until the situation calls for it. Well, I got to tell you, that's also brilliant. Uh, sea foam helps lubricate. It keeps the moving parts moving properly, stabilizes fuel. And here's the key, and this might not make sense, but trust me, it, this is the key. It controls small amounts of moisture and preserves ignition vapors. That means... Your engine snaps to life the second you turn that starter stick. And uh, seafoam deep creep, oh, that's the other miracle. That can undo the harm and rust and misuse that uh, life, uh, you know, dishes out. You coat it with deep creep, let it do all the work for you. Again, brilliant. Sorry, brilliant. Uh, seafoam, very easy to find. You'll find it everywhere. Convenience stores, auto parts, knack hardware, big box, little box. It's a local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas. It's seafoam. You know, uh, speaking of the schools and the failed academy, uh, no wonder, given the school board is more worried about fossil fuels and prisons. I got a note for our friend Carrie, who who emailed last week, and I never got to it, but I think it's now pertinent. Okay. Last well, Thursday, during well, your conversation about the Minneapolis school board candidates, you glossed over something called social-emotional learning. This is something that cannot be brushed off. This is something that appears to be fairly innocuous, but it's not. You guys even fell victim to it. How can something called social-emotional learning be bad? But I ask you, what is it? Define it. How do you teach it? Why are some schools teaching it and some schools aren't? GL parents, do, even, do, do you even know if your child's school is teaching social-emotional learning? You should ask. What I encountered at my own child's school earlier this fall is that this program called SEL, Social Emotional Learning, was added to the curriculum without ever notifying the parents. Mm -hmm. 
So I did a lot of digging and I asked a lot of questions and this is what I found. Social emotional learning is a program. It's a specific program with specific goals in mind, in my opinion. When a school adds SEL to its curriculum with or without parents' knowledge, this gives the school the license to teach about gender, sexuality, racism, separatism, the demolition of the individual, etc. My son is four years old. Should he be learning about separatism? Should he be learning about gender? His teacher told me she planned to teach these topics through specific SEL authorized books, and then an activity would follow. The first book has to do with pointing out differences in the children and then grouping them by those differences. I thought of Coffee Mosca, the Roseville mom who called out the district for segregating the kids. I just want parents to do their own research. If you see that your school has added SEL to its curriculum, you've got to ask what your child is being taught. Perhaps it is innocuous, perhaps it's not. Needless to say, once I heard that my son was going to be taught SEL programming, I took him out of that school and quickly. I'm happy to report that we found a great school that does not follow the SEL program. Good luck, Carrie. Here, here. Well, that's and what a mother has to do. Yes. We discovered this through uh, looking at candidates for the Minneapolis School Board, and right. I looked it up. And she's right. It's really an innocuous definition. Um, here, I looked it up again. We define social and emotional learning as an integral part of education and human development. SEL is the process through which all young people and adults acquire and apply the knowledge, skills, and attitudes to develop healthy identities, manage emotions, and achieve personal and collective goals, feel and show empathy for others, establish, maintain supportive relationships, and make responsible and caring decisions. So, And it goes on and on and on. Isn't that something that we all just learn through life? Well, you're hitting a good point. Here's why that's not innocuous. They're attempting to determine behavior. They're, they're Read it again to me. We define SEL as an integral part of education and human integral. development. Uh, integral. Integral, sorry. It's the process through which all young people and adults acquire and apply the knowledge, skills, and attitudes to develop healthy identities, manage emotions, and achieve personal and collective goals. Stop. What they're saying is... Rather than this happen naturally, we're going to teach you. Oh, you're right. We're going to teach you what this should be. Danger. We'll teach you what your right emotional response should be. We'll teach you if the decision you made on a friendship is correct or not. We're going to teach this. BS. Carrie's right. She did what she had to do. Get your kid out of that school. Get him out. Well, when you're a third grader and your buddy Billy just lost his dad, the whole classroom cries do they not Usually. i mean that's a process of that's a organic way of this happening right right you learn it naturally i'd be more afraid of the people that don't cry along with the rest of the class no what this is is more and more examples of intrusiveness this yeah. is this is this is dreadful it's dreadful what's happening it's funny, before the break, you were talking about St. Paul school districts and what they've done. There wasn't one mention of curriculum in all of that. No. I just found thought that was interesting, and I'm not casting an accusatory glance your way. It's just that's the way it is nowadays. They worry about everything else except 2 plus 2. 2 plus 2 does not necessarily have to equal 4, Kenny. <laughs> Whatever you well, feel. that would be a racist attitude. <laughs> Whatever you feel. Right. 
What do you feel? That's a white affectation. Uh, yeah, somebody came up privilege. with the idea that two plus two equals four. It isn't necessarily so. And you can arrive at the conclusion a variety of different ways. You guys recall the email we got from a gal who described herself as a former Mysterian? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think it's, uh, she told me how to pronounce her name, and I, I'm probably going to get it wrong again, Joel. And uh, yesterday I was saying there's just so many things I don't understand. And she said, uh, as to the show that aired yesterday, the mayor does not understand the following. It was presumed there existed a premise to understand. Men can enter female beauty pageants and win. I don't understand that. The cult left does not live in this world. Reality is an option. There are no premises in that world because a premise must be followed by a conclusion. And if there is a conclusion, somewhere there is an end. Thus, there would be a natural boundary or limit to the cult left's absurdity and madness, and that is not the desired outcome. The purpose here is not to understand, but to accept unbended knee, Joe. You ruled I had a say in how my husband keeps his garage. Thank you. And I promised I would not nag him about it. I have not nagged, and now there are some things occupying said garage space in addition to the three dead deer. So I am warming up my FFLF face in the mirror and exercising my wagging finger. They should be ready for ice fishing since I promised no nagging about the garage. Lastly, my husband says, possibly instead of supposedly, and believes experimentatious is a word one related to canning apricots, let's say. Oh. As a writer and lover of mm. words, I rule that they are not words and am allowed to make fun. He disagrees. I could be convinced otherwise if Rookie could use them in a sentence while impersonating George W. Enjoying the show. See you at the town council meeting. The former Mysterian, Joel. I hope Joel brings her husband. Joel, she will. Are you talking about the Garage Logic Town Council holding its first yes. ever event at yes. Tattersall? Well, Joe, that's happening Wednesday, November 30th. That's the Wednesday after Thanksgiving from 4 to 6.30 p.m. It's at Tattersall Distillery in River Falls, Wisconsin. You can join the Garage Logic crew for complimentary appetizers beginning at 4 with a GL show at 5 o'clock. This event is only open to town council members. And members that wish to attend need to RSVP in the town council member platform at garagelogic.com. If you're not a member and you want to be at this exclusive and official meeting, it's not a problem. Just sign up for the town council right now at garagelogic.com and RSVP for the event. And we'll see you on November 30th at Tattersall in River Falls. Sir, the word is experimentatious. Experimentatious. First, let me just uh, mention that. I like the name Joel because it's easy to spell. You just write Joe and then L. No, Joe L. There's easy in there. It's kind of like Noel this time of the year. Holiday Experimentatious spirit. is when you're you're trying to attempt something. For the first time. For the first time. And it, it doesn't quite work out. Kind of like... Uh, you know when you make a uh, your first ice cream sundae? That's yeah. not and it. To, and you're trying to <laughs> trying to put it in the right spot, the cherry in the right spot. Maybe that's yeah. a bad euphemism. No, that's perfect. It's, uh, it's, it's a banana it's, slice. It's difficult. <laughs> When's the last time you had a banana split? It's been a while, sir. Dairy Queen. I love Dairy Queen, but it's but it just sounds like a a, a a royal person that is on the farm. 
Dairy Mr. Queen. Mr. Mr. President. What happened yes. to experimentation? Mr. President. Experimentatious. That's what we're doing right now with me speaking. Uh, it's very experimentatious. What about the word? Uh, there's another word. Here, I have one. It, yeah. President, is it integral or integral? Integral. It depends upon uh, what part of the country you're in. And if it's integral, it's wrong. If it's integral, then you're just a smart ass. <laughs> what about the word? Bigger than you think you're smarter than everybody else, especially if you correct them. I get it. Okay, I get it. What about okay? Look at me. Look at me, sir. Sir, I hate to interrupt. Instead of the word supposedly, what if he used supposedly? Supposedly, something that you would use for hemorrhoids. Wait, wait, no, no. That's too much time on the horseback. That's suppository. Right. That's then I. You know, the I other day when uh, I was a kid yeah. and uh, I had my first, uh, Barbara was my mom. Yeah. I remember I, I had to, I had to take a pill and uh, she showed me the, the side of it and it said analgesic. And I said, I, I can't do that, mom. It's not, that's not for me. God. She said, I, I don't think you know what that means. Oh. It was a, uh, it was a, that's not what it meant. No. Like no. an ointment. Uh, yes, it was. Uh, it was still <laughs> to be taken by mouth, not by the uh, the That's other right. end. Mr. That's President, right. the uh, the mayor uh, chastised a member of the staff because the member of the staff was unfamiliar with the word agrarian. Agra Aren't you a part of the agrarian community? Uh, I would give that. I would put that in the uh, uh, category of f that word <laughs> should never be used. Uh, people like me, even though I went to Yale, uh, I don't know all the big words. And again, if you use the big words, that's just you trying to show off. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, condescending. That's when you he's being talk a down to people. He's being a caitiff, isn't he? Yes, he's being a, a caitiff. Yeah. I don't even know what that means, but uh, I, I think it fits him. Yes, thank fits you, him sir. well. Yeah. Sir, scram, you. scram. Thank you. It's kind of like cram, but you put an S on the front of it. Right. Scram. <laughs> Sanibel Jim sent me a great video. He writes, Madonna Inn is on Highway 101 in San Luis Obispo, about halfway between San Francisco. San Luis. St. Louis Obispo, about Correction. halfway between. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> part of Joe is Kenny Hi, I'm pissed off about my taxes. <laughs> the Madonna Inn. President, have you ever met Madonna? Madonna? You mean the religious one or the slutty one? <laughs> Can I do this? I've met neither. She has those, those pointers, right? The big torpedoes. Yeah, yeah like oil cans. Oil cans that are upside down. Oh, that's, that's right. Oil can what? Oil can void. Oil can what? <laughs> uh, that apparently, I, and he sent me the video, it looks like a wonderful destination right there in oh, the ocean. Uh-huh. It's about 425 miles, I guess, from either city and takes about seven hours to drive without stopping. This was filmed at the Madonna Inn Changing Station. I'm sorry, Charging Station. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that's something else I don't want to see. Madonna Changing. Make sure there's no surprise. She's now drinking water out of a dog bowl. She's a very desperate woman for attention. Yes, she is. Yes, yeah. she is. She really is. This was filmed at the Madonna Inn charging station. I don't know when this video was shot. Uh, it's a line of electric cars waiting their turn to use the uh, the hotel's charging stations. Okay. And the line is endless. 
and oh, it would just take forever just to get your car charged. Prime example yeah. of how it's not working out. You can probably YouTube it. Charging station at Madonna Inn, and it's just incredible. I'm not the type of guy who would do well with that. You don't even like being second in line. Let's just, go. I would just push the car. I'm a bad waiter. I would just yes. push the car. <laughs> I'm a bad waiter. That would drive me nuts. Yeah. Uh, Mayor, I don't expect you will read this. Why not? As you have many longtime articulate GLers who I also enjoy hearing. However, I thought you would or could add some perspective and GL wisdom to the following observation. I'm not sure what to think, but I do believe that you can help make a link. Sunday, November 13. This is fascinating. As I often do after church or on my way home from the golf course, I like to stop and peruse the car lots along Highway 61 and White Bear Lake. I frequently stop at the Mitsubishi dealership as my DA drives an Outlander, so I like to compare prices and generally see what's on the lot. This is a relatively small lot compared to the many down the road. I find it interesting to see what has been traded in and often wonder why. Six Teslas showcase the entire front row. Really? I glanced at the 85 grand price tag and had to park and get out to see for myself. I counted seven Teslas on this lot, priced from 40K to 85K, apparently based on mileage. Several thoughts came to mind. Who gave up these EVs and why? Why here? Do all dealerships welcome these cars? Do all dealerships now have to upgrade their charging systems to accommodate potential Teslas coming in for trade? Will someone purchase an 85K used Tesla? I don't think so. I wouldn't. Those are, that is fascinating. I had no idea. Because yeah. you're giving up on the Tesla fairly soon in its lifespan. Mm -hmm. oh, depending sure. what yeah. you know depending how recent you purchased it that's amazing i didn't know that i uh who in the hell wants to pay 85k for a used <laughs> crap can electric car what? why i i have one i know and you're you're a moron you're just a moron when is that gonna happen he's got his own podcast this is gonna be a main event yeah i wonder what the hell happened there uh, and finally, he notes, I have several other thoughts. Uh, if you have read this far, you get the drift. Joe, I've been listening to you and Pat as long as I can remember. As a Vietnam vet, I bought my first home with a GI loan in 1973 for 18K while attending the U of M at night. I'm currently suffering from PEB, post-election blues, just looking for some critical thought. Well, my critical thought would be that you've answered that. You've, you've brought up something uh, I find. Uh, who is this? Uh, good luck from Santos. Uh, I find this entirely fascinating. Uh, holiday greetings to the staff of lovable idiots. John Santos, St. Paul, longtime GLer. That's amazing. I'm going to now start looking in the lots and wonder why people are giving up on them. I don't. Do well, I can tell you why, because they're pointless. Yeah, but Tesla lovers swear by Teslas. They're ugly. They look like dolphins. <laughs> I got that white belly I in the front that looks I've never terrible. equated them to dolphins, but is the uh, post-election blues on the same album, the State Fair album, as the Corn Dog Blues? Yes, it's on the B side. <laughs> it is. Gotcha. It is. You don't poorly. want your uh, you don't want your worldly work to go to waste in the hands of the courts when you pass on from this veil of tears. That's why I've asked you to get a hold of 
Eckberg Lammers Law Firm. For you have been. 70 years they've been creating estate plans and wills for people in Minnesota and western Wisconsin. They handle all kinds of family matters, matters like the transfer of property, divorces, and what have you. But uh, I'm telling you, if you don't think you need an estate plan, think again. We all have stuff. If you don't have a plan in place for your family, the courts are going to decide that for you. The estate planning team at Eckberg Lammers can help you. Make sure your estate will transition smoothly the way you want. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers and take care of this today. I don't care how old you are, and I don't care what you think the size of your estate is. You want to keep your personal life and your work out of the hands of the courts. Make an appointment with Eckberg Lammers at 651-439-2878 or visit EckbergLammers.com slash will. Uh, what? Here? I, no, uh, some country. Oh, what? What did I miss? Nothing. Uh, Nothing. It's all right. Oh, I need. I need my guitar player, don't I? Kenny, I'm gonna plug Mike in here because Johnny's gonna do. Um, yeah, Rivertown. Dr. Nick's Rivertown House of How are we doing on ads? We still have some. I'm done. I know you were. We haven't plugged uh, Give to the Max enough, so let's really hit it hard here in the last 30 minutes. Well, we do it with this scootover ad. I I know we do, Chris, but let's, you know, let's let's get on it. Let's mention it a bunch more times. Chris, you didn't see my message from a half hour ago, did you? Joe doesn't I was like giving, my phone. I was giving you a compliment. Thanks, John. When I wave at you and uh, I point to me, it means I want to speak before you hit the. I kept I kept waving back. I didn't I didn't see you. Joe was doing his ad, and I was trying to get. Oh, are we tuned? You sure? Tuned, yeah. Okay. What are we doing? But then we're going to Johnny. Yeah. Is Kenny got something here too? No, I'm doing Schoonover right now because Johnny has a live ad before his news. So Schoons is playing right now? Correct. You ready, John? We are. We're gonna Dylan is has ruled we're going to play a bossa nova, so Wonderful. we're going to do that. He even brought down a nylon string guitar to play it. Right. Sweet. It's not that I'm done. It's just that I, I don't feel creatively I feel stifled. I just don't feel I can add anything more than what I've already contributed to the show today. All right. Oh, bye. Good. Bye, Rook. You ready? <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we are, sure. Three, two, two one. One. a man who spends hours in hardware stores sitting through the nuts and bolts of life. That'd be a little bossa nova. What the hell? Did somebody just sneeze? I did. I mean the mayor. <laughs> 
me. You're excused. I don't want to do news. I'm just going to keep playing guitar. All right. Thank you, boys, and thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Dylan. Thank here's, you, Dylan. Uh, here's Kenny. No, here's no, John. Here's, uh, here's John. Uh, because I'm going to do the news now. But before I do the news, uh, let me tell you that the news is brought to you by Rivertown Medical Center. Uh, that is what Dr. Dan there in Stillwater calls Stillwater's best kept secret, Rivertown Medical Center. Right now, you can call there to schedule an appointment about, uh, well, cranky knees. You probably get them. I know I do. They can give you trouble when you go up and down your steps, maybe during your workout at the gym, or if you're uh, doing your favorite thing, which might be biking or What about uh, hunting. cranky thumbs? Cranky thumbs? You know, we're not there yet. Uh, right. They can they can help you with those, but that's nope. that's not the focus of this ad. All right, your I'm knees sorry. are, though. Whatever you do, your physical activity, your favorite one, uh, your knees, if they're bugging you, give them a call at Rivertown Medical Center. And uh, here they got a great thing going on. They use, by the way, regenerative care for knees. And you don't need a prescription drug. You don't need invasive surgeries. They'll take care of the pain for you for a consultation. Call 651-661-4311. That'll include a complete exam, x-rays, and more. At complete exam, usually $299. But if you schedule it this month, let's call it a Thanksgiving special. Schedule it in November. You'll get that consultation for $49. Take care of that nagging knee pain with a consultation and regenerative care from the Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. 651-661-4311 Rivertown Medical Center in Stillwater. In the news, a shakeup in Governor Wall's cabinet, State Health Commissioner Jan Malcolm, Public Safety Commissioner John Harrington, Education Commissioner Heather Mueller, and Iron Range Resources and Rehabilitation Commissioner Mark Phillips have chosen not to seek reappointment, according to Walls. Uh, Malcolm had led the state through the COVID-19 pandemic. She was praised by some and received threatening emails and phone calls from others. She said none of that had anything to do with her leaving, saying at the age of 67, she thought the right decision, but it was time to move on and retire. Harrington was public safety commissioner during a turbulent time, the riots following the murder of George Floyd and the rise in crime in the Twin Cities. In his own statement, Harrington thanked Walls for appointing him to the influential public safety role. He did decline an interview request. Mueller declined an interview request. A department spokesman said she was education commissioner only for about a year and a half. She joined MDE several months into Walls' first term, serving as deputy commissioner and assistant commissioner before leading the department. She had started her career as a social studies teacher at Mankato Area Public Schools, where the governor also taught. Walls and Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan now have to fill those four leadership vacancies, along with the heads of the Department of Revenue and Labor and Industry. Revenue is Robert Doty, left to work for the Science Museum, and Labor Industry Commissioner Rosalind Robertson retired. That position will also have I'm to be I'm not buying Mueller's resignation. Think it was asked for? No, I, I think she just uh, wants to get out before the bleep hits the fan even uh. more. I mean, she should comment to the public. What if she has something positive to say about how to prevent this in the future? <laughs> well, she did. Remember, she did testify uh, before yeah. legislative committee about the whole thing. Yeah. What did she say? And, well, all she said was that they. I don't know. She gave the same excuses that. <laughs> yeah, I don't that know. they they did catch it. Uh, and that's how the feds got a hold of this, not the story, but the case. They gave it to the feds. Yeah. Okay. You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, I'm sure she don't, got a lot of help from Allison, too. It might have even not even been a, I don't know, it might have been a 
Hmm. I don't. Shoulder shrug. shrug. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know the, the meme you can use on your phone. You know this one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Members of the Minnesota Nurses Association say they'll vote on another strike due to the lack of progress in contract negotiations. The nurses are asking for pay increases, scheduling changes, and safer working conditions. In September, 15,000 nurses walked out in a three-day strike. A lot of those nurses have been working without a contract since the end of May. Nurses says they're bargaining in good faith without much movement. Because of that, MNA says its members will vote on November 30th to authorize another strike at Twin Cities and Twin Ports hospitalized. Uh, hospitals, excuse me. If authorized by at least two-thirds of the members, the union would be able to give hospitals a 10-day notice before being able to strike. I don't think Mueller and Walls got any money from the food fraud scam, but I'll bet you a dollar the thought went through their mind, man, this would be easy. Oh, for sure they did. <laughs> we all and start as, that, uh, as you were reading that story about striking nurses, there's an interesting story about uh, staffing shortages in I hospitals across Minnesota yeah. today. Yeah. Uh, so the irony there is, uh, wow, glaring. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Starbucks workers at more than 100 U.S. stores are on strike today in their largest labor action since a campaign to unionize the company's stores began last year. The walkouts coincide with Starbucks' annual Red Cup Day. If you're not familiar, that's when the company gives out those free reusable cups to customers when they order a holiday drink. It's a big deal. Uh, Workers say it's often one of the busiest days of the year. Starbucks declined to say how many red cups it plans to distribute today. Workers say they're seeking better pay, more consistent schedules, and higher staffing levels in the busy Starbucks stores. In Mueller and Walls, we have been led by two fourth-grade social studies teachers. Mm -hmm. So there you have it. And treated like fourth graders the whole time. Moving Minnesota forward, I'll say. Star Tribune reporting. Uh, Across the border, a superior Wisconsin City Council member resigned this week after a police investigation into Facebook messages described as harassment that he allegedly sent to a woman. Superior Mayor Jim Payne asked for the resignation of 71-year-old Warren Bender, a council member first elected in 2008. Police investigated after other council members and Payne received complaints from the husband of the woman about messages allegedly sent from Bender's Facebook account. In a memo to Payne and Superior City Clerk, Bender cited years of mental and physical problems as the reason, said he would resign to seek help, quote, in a sincere effort to remain a respective and proactive citizen of Superior. According to the police report, Bender's repeated messages suggested to the woman they meet in a hotel or at her home. She had previously accepted a friend request from him because they had mutual Facebook friends but did not respond to his messages. Payne, who spoke with the woman, wrote in a statement for police that the woman told him Bender tried to solicit sex acts from her several times since mid-September. He is resigning, and Superior Police Assistant Chief John Keel said the department has no plans to request criminal charges against Bender. A federal indictment is accusing a former Minneapolis CEO in the healthcare industry of orchestrating financial schemes that netted her millions of dollars that she sheltered in overseas bank accounts and shell companies under her control. 52-year-old Kamwadi Singh was indicted by a grand jury last week on seven counts of wire fraud in connection with her operation of Global Medical Services, which is now out of business. Is this an ethnic specialty? Hmm? I mean, these the, the people pulling off these scams are, are invariably uh, uh, have different ethnicities. You know, just a thought I had. I don't know. Okay. 
According to its website, Global Medical Services was based in downtown Minneapolis, had offices in London and the Middle East, said its business mission was to provide accessible healthcare solutions and services across the globe. Between June and October 2018, Singh and others entered into factoring contracts with MD Capital Solutions, a factoring that's uh, the short-term financing deal in which a business sells its accounts receivable to a third party at a discount. Singh defrauded MD Capital Solutions by failing to pay over the receivables as they were collected. Instead, she pocketed the money, wiring more than $5 million overseas to bank accounts in Morocco and shell companies under her control. Didn't How she also she... scam the person of the payroll protection plan? Isn't that in the same story? I uh, did not see yeah, that. she scammed no. that too. Oh, How really? was she found out? How did they discover this? Uh, that uh, I don't know either, Kenny. I and how did they just dis- attorney Andrew Luger? How did they discover her overseas bank accounts? Well, I'm, are I'm they sure going to find forensic, my overseas uh, yes, bank Kenny. accounts? They have forensic investigators, Kenny. If you have them, they'll find them. I got like 40, 50 bucks in a bank uh, over there in Poland. <laughs> I'm going to need all that. <laughs> yeah, could I? 2020, Singh submitted a false <laughs> misleading application for paycheck protection program. Paytech protection pay- program funds in the name of Global <laughs> Medical Services. You all right today? Yeah. Paytech. Paytech? I did not see that in the story. Uh, which Whose version are you reading there? Uh, the made document up from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Oh, you are reading the press release. Mm-hmm. There you go. I did not see that. It wasn't included in the story I had. Shocker. Hmm. Minnesota U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar has a memoir coming out in May. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I like to ride bike with my dad. <laughs> I feel like perhaps I shouldn't read the next sentence. Oh, I know what you're going to say, John. Yeah. I'm fighting for the people of Minnesota. Joe's the only one that won't sound like a fool at this point. Oh, God, what? That will detail her breast cancer diagnosis and treatment. All right, I apologize. (laughs) 2020 presidential run and experiences at the U.S. Capitol when insurrection has stormed the building. I was so afraid. Oh, I I think she recovered, thankfully. It's uh, called the joy of politics, surviving cancer, a campaign, a pandemic, an insurrection, and life's other unexpected curveballs. She's a hero. She's gone through what no other American has ever faced. It'll be published by St. Martin's Publishing Group. That'll be on my to-do list right after Pence's book. Congresswoman Karen Bass has made history after yeah, I'm winning. Gonna read, I'm not going to read Pence's Yeah, book I understand. Either. Yeah, I, I got yeah, you. That one yeah. sounds pretty boring, even, yeah. even if yeah. you're interested. In we just happened. did something about climate change for the first time in decades. That's why we've got to win this as that hurricane bears down on Florida. Yep. we got to win in the midterms. Otherwise, we understand that. Yeah, what a crank. Yeah. Um, did, does she call it a memoir? Well, I don't know if she did, but the uh, press release from the uh, Martin, St. Martin's. ruined it for me with her. Yeah, that and it should. Completely ruined it for me. We need to set an age limit uh, and under on how old you need to be to write a memoir. And, and okay. I think it's got to be up around the 50s, 70s, no, 70s, 80s. She's got to be in her 50s, doesn't she? That's not old enough. That's not old enough. <laughs> Could Joel write a memoir? Oh, okay. oh, could he, he ever? A couple of them. <laughs> let's, the sequel. let's start during the banana suit days. <laughs> the banana suit days. That's at least one memoir right there. <laughs> Will you let Roycey write it? 
That no. way the lead's buried at like chapter 12. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Telling me I was like Spider-Man. I went through hey, the window. I don't think that's oh, necessary. If you, uh, <laughs> if you do write a memoir, could we all be in the, in the foyer? The can you thank, thank, thank us for yeah. something? <laughs> Boy, Congress. I on that roof. <laughs> <laughs> and then I sneezed when I was laying under the bed. Oh, man. <laughs> Congresswoman Karen Bass has made history after winning the race to become the next mayor of Los Angeles. The announcement came last night following the latest vote count, which showed Bass with an insurmountable lead of nearly 50,000 votes over real estate developer Rick Caruso, about a 53 to 46 percent victory for Bass. She vowed throughout the campaign, if elected, she would focus on addressing L.A.'s high rent prices and the city's spiraling homelessness crisis. Good luck with that one. It saw almost 2,000 people die on the streets in the L.A. area between April 1, 2020 and March 31st, 2021. Speaking of California weirdness, and because there are apparently no real problems in San Francisco, San Francisco Mayor London Breed announced the launch of a new guaranteed income program for the city's trans community. Oh, my. The Guaranteed Income for Trans People Program, or GIFT, will provide... Wow. Now, wait now. Here's my problem I had with that. Gift is funny enough. Make us giggle just because, but it's the guaranteed income for trans people. Wouldn't that be G-I-T? Wouldn't that be G-I-T? Yeah. Okay. The four. Okay. We could go. The P is silent. Gift. Yeah. Yeah. It'll provide. Trans people get free money more than any other group of people. Well, let's find Uh, out how much they're paying because maybe I I need to, you know, know, for a change. Yeah. It's not, you couldn't live on it in San Francisco, Kenny. I'm sorry. It's, uh, they'll get 12. Well, well, wait, maybe you can't. I'm sorry. $1,200 each month for up to 18 months to help address financial insecurity within trans communities. Uh, That is just. Do uh, the math for me, Chris. $1,200 a month. You, you you couldn't yeah. afford to buy you, a you couldn't split a, a condo. You realize yeah. what you're doing? What you're suggesting that London Breed is cheap and that the trans people should get more than should get more money. Well, yeah. well what I'm saying is it's not gonna make a dent 12. in San Francisco. You'd have it's to have 14, a good 000. job. That's only fourteen thousand. Yeah, you'd have to have a good job to go along with that. So the well, pilot I make that in half a week. I can't. The, I can't afford it. Really? I got to talk to the boss. Wow. <laughs> the pilot program is the first guaranteed wow. income initiative to focus solely on trans people and will provide regular, unconditional cash transfers to individuals or households who qualify, according so to they, the mayor's they office. They got all the other issues figured out. How, in San Fran, yeah, huh? how yeah. trans do you have to be? I mean, can can you just say I identify as one, or can I get myself a big, nice, brand new set of double Ds? Because I'm thinking about going like maybe maybe even HHs. <laughs> Who says you need to make a purchase? This country is doomed. Wow, it's it's the, ending. The this, gift yeah. program ending. The gift program will provide eligible trans individuals with temporary income and a range of wraparound direct services such as gender affirming medical and mental health care as well as financial coaching according to the mayor's office what the hell is going on the country's doomed it's if, the wrong people are in the wrong place in the right places a gift is one of several programs the city is developing and implementing to support san francisco residents and promote economic stability and recovery wait till melvin hears about this joe it's coming to your city Mm-hmm. The well, uh, same with this little guy in Minneapolis. 
Wow. I should uh, uh, thank the traveling Lyman's because Mr. Lyman is the one who alerted me to that story. And I looked I'm it up. I'm fascinated by the new police chief in St. Paul. I'm fascinated by his family. Uh-huh. His name is Axel Henry. Okay. No? His dad was Harley Henry. Mm-hmm. And he was a big shot English professor at McAllister. And okay. uh, there's, there's a picture that Axel will put in his chief's office, and that's him as a kid, a little kid, like one or two, sitting in a hammock with his old man. And he says oh, it's cool. one of his favorite pictures. That's and cool. He has two sisters. I'd love to know their names. Well, that was creepy. Little no. I mean, you got Harley as a dad and Axel as a son. I'd love to know what the, what the names of the sisters are. I, it's unlikely that they're they're Mary and Barbara. They probably got funky names, too. Huh. Never mind. Uh, just, okay. No, I, I get uh, what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I understand. A dumb criminal alert in Cadillac. In other words, I think he comes from a very interesting background. His mom is that no longer sense. with us. She okay. left the home. She had some issues. Uh, and it sounds like dad raised them. Okay. In the Mac Groveland area. All right. And uh, that's that's I just intrigued by the guy. That's all. Have, all right. have you put in an interview request, perhaps? With I've him met him and talked to him. I think I could. I think I could succeed in getting an interview with him. Yeah, yeah. It'd be a good column. I think just so. Saying. Just yeah. saying. And will <laughs> will how would you how how would you have turned out, Such, if you had only been raised by your dad? How would that have gone? Oh God. I, I I I haven't given it any thought. I'd have to think about it. Well, I'm that. asking you to think about it. Yeah, I'll think about it and get back to you. It's been One day closer, you 30 years or so well, already. I tried. Swing uh, the mess. In Pennsylvania, a criminal complaint said an iPhone connection helped police identify one of two people involved in a carjacking at a park and ride in Wilkinsburg. Uh, yes, it's true. The victim told police two people followed her off a bus to her car, demanded her phone and keys. Police found the car a couple of hours later. The people who were inside hopped out and ran. As the investigation unfolded, police said a witness identified one of the suspects as 19-year-old Daryl Kamen Jr. of Wilkinsburg. Uh, Kamen is a former student at a school where a security guard uh, is the one who identified him. Uh, the big clue, though, police said another clue came from within the stolen car because uh, Daryl's iPhone had been connected to the vehicle after it was hijacked. Oh, so. That's a dumb criminal. Uh, Thank you, John. Wow. Yes, sir. Joe. Yes. Guess who listened to me? I Unlike know. the rest of your show, uh, David listened to me, and he called Kyle Rise and Shine, oh, the garage good. door professionals. Good. good. Says Reavers. Last week, Tuesday, our garage door just stopped working. Nothing. No clicks. No lights. Power was good, but it would not function. We were leaving town Thursday, so I needed this fixed fast. Just like Joe can get you a sign fast. I'll get you a sign. Tuesday about 4 p.m. I call and explain the situation. Wednesday morning at 9 o'clock, Will shows up. A few hours later, I have a new opener and some new door hardware. Bang, bang, boom. Done and ready to go. What fantastic service. Well, thank you, David. He did what I said. Call RiseAndShine.com. He also probably called the phone number 651-300-3252. That's 651 651- Three zero zero three two five two. Call Rise and Shine are the best, and they have a perfect five star rating just because of what you heard from David. Customer service is the number one most important thing to them, and they will be out there seven days a week. Service is what they offer, and you get a five percent discount. Seniors, military, AAA members, and their technicians are certified. Three IDEA certified master techs on their staff. 
and they're going to continue to add more. That's because they're expanding. If you don't live in the metro, they'll still be able to take care of you. Rochester, St. Cloud, Mankato, Northfield, Faribault, Western Wisconsin, they've got you covered. Call RiseAndShine.com is their website. If you call and make an appointment, don't forget to ask about the Rooster Club membership because that includes a tune-up on an annual basis, and it's going to waive the trip charge. Call RiseAndShine.com. Please tell them that you heard about them on the Garage Logic podcast. The other thing Axel's got going are the tattoo sleeves. He does look like a badass. And uh, he's very enamored with Japanese culture. Oh. I, I'm seeing him growing up in a house where he was literate as hell. Why is that surprising to you? Well, do you when you think of a cop, do you think that? I mean, I'm sure cop, obviously cops can be literate, but you just don't I just don't look at him that way. Not no, I, that's wrong to say it that way too. I, I think what am I is. trying to say? I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I'm trying, to, trying say, to say it seems jokes. like he's come from an unusual background to be a cop. That's what I'm trying to say. All right. Okay. I didn't mean he couldn't read <laughs> like books and stuff. He can read books and do paper uh, and stuff. I don't know. Harry Bosch is a jazz fan. Come on. That's right. Shoot, I forgot to mark you down, Johnny. Oh, oh, I hope they renew. I kind of like getting extra money. It's nice, isn't it? <laughs> it is. You ever thought about putting a, um, a screen door in where your garage door is, your overhead, Joe? Huh? Um, they make screen yes, doors, I'm aware of that. yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't get mad at me. I was just wondering if you'd ever considered it. I have not. Okay. Well, I won't change the subject then. I'm sorry. Yeah. Shouldn't have brought that up. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> mistake on my part. Um, something you should see if our guys carry them. They're um, big screen doors that mount on rails that go where your open garage door is. Oh, my neighbor has one of those. So you open it up, and yeah. then you've got so the bugs and birds stay out. Cool. Yeah, it is. My neighbor has one. I I forgot to ask. Uh, oh, who came out? My I would love to have one of those. And, it's, and his has a so it covers the whole garage door, Kenny. Yeah. And it also yeah. has a, yeah. a door that opens. Yeah. Oh, it's cool. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that at my house because I kept getting little uh, little varmints would come in and visit me while I was sitting there watching baseball. Like yeah. squirrels and crap. Uh, the the little ones, like pocket gophers, whatever they are. Oh. Chipmunks. Chipmunks. Pocket yeah. Gophers They'd, don't see the light of day. They would come up and look at me and do the cartoon thing, you know, and run out of the, yep. when they realized I was a human. I get the swallows that like to come in in the uh, spring and summer. You know. Yeah, every year we get a bird in there once in a while. Everybody screams and chases it around. <laughs> you ready to go? Yeah. This will be Dale's last song. Oh, Freebird! Play Freebird! We're not going to play Freebird. I'm sorry. Don't, don't, Chris. <laughs> if you yell whipping post, we could play that. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. I went down the YouTube rabbit hole. Oh. 
because of whipping post about two weeks ago. Let's go here. You cannot stop him. Hold on. He'll just make Am I a move. Something? I need a move from you. Okay. Johnny, three, two, <laughs> one. We're just going to do a little country thing because, you know. Are, are you playing two different songs? I don't think so. I. I think it sounds great. This is our last appearance we're doing. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, You're Dylan, welcome. for being here this week. Thanks, Dylan. They say. Thanks, Dylan. Yes, Everybody's cool. yelling. Thank you. Anytime he says. I'm How about sure. tomorrow? Right. How yeah, about the rest of time? tomorrow? Was, uh, <laughs> we'll put you down. Yeah. Uh, brands that you need right now, if you need them, Moon Motorsports Thanks. has them. And we're talking everything from Triumph to Cotty, BMW, KTM, Husqvarna, Honda, Yamaha, and even Can Am. And right now, you buy a brand new bike. Guess what? Moon, they're going to provide free winter storage or free delivery to your Minnesota abode. Uh, you can see all these brands and the used options at moonmotorsports.com. Uh, but, boy, the big push is for next Friday, a week from tomorrow, Moon's Black Friday, hour-by-hour savings party. It's a progressive deal. It uh, runs 1 to 6 p.m., the savings on everything, parts, apparel, gear. They increase by the hour. So the longer you linger, the more money you're going to save. They also have some amazing giveaways. And if you spend 100 bucks. You get to enter one of three uh, to win one of three Polaris Sportsman 110 ATVs. They're for the kiddos. And of course, all of this plays out a week from tomorrow, Black Friday. Moon Motorsports, there, our GL's Minnesota motorcycle ATV and uh, sleds, parts, sales. They do it all there, right on the south side of 94, west of 25 in good old Monticello. And on the web, moonmotorsports.com. We should also promote uh, today is Give to the Max Day, and our friend Mike Schoonover and his charity, Patrick Schoonover's Heart Foundation, is the charity of the GL Choice this year. Uh, they help identify heart defects in kids ages 14 to 24 following the death of their son, Patrick, at age 14. The foundation provides free heart screens for kids 14 to 24. These screens include family health history, blood pressure, height, weight, EKG, echocardiogram and physician consultation to review results the foundation also teaches hands-only cpr and aed awareness and donates aeds to host schools glers you can help out this amazing charity with your tax deductible donation and to do so just please visit garagelogic.com click on the <laughs> banner or to donate just search the keyword patrick at garagelogic.com an aed defibrillator mm -hmm. every company every business should have one mm -hmm. and you're going to like this um uh, reavers mentioned and mike also mentioned they're teaching what is it hands only yes. cpr so that means when you go down uh, and i'm right there i don't have to give you the big old kiss of life right. the breath of life I, I can actually revive you without Laying I my lip, my lips on yeah. your lips. I Although I probably will after you wake up. I'll you know right. a little tongue. Right. Um. But I'm gonna wait till you're. But you gotta pay that. extra for yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> well, only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Umpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling linemen who note 
that I was wondering, I think it was yesterday, if there's such a thing as a mongoose. <laughs> yeah. And they sent me video of the mongooses who frequent their uh, oh. yard out there outside their cottage. I know why that struck me. It was the Snoop Dogg narrating the nature video. What's these mongooses? Something like that. But they're real. They look like armadillos, only they don't have armor. Hmm. They they just look like they have regular soft skin or fur or something. And they, they make pleasant noises. Oh. You know, yeah. Almost a chirping. Yeah, and they take care of the snakes, don't they? They take care of the snakes, according yeah. to the uh, traveling Lyman's. On this day in 1863, today is November 17th. Winfield Scott Hammond was born in Southboro, Massachusetts. Prior to becoming the state's 18th governor, he would function in various educational capacities as high school principal in Mankato, superintendent of schools in Medelia, and president of the school board of St. James. He died on December 30, 1915, the second governor to hmm. die while in office. Really? Governor Hammond. On this day in 1992. 11-17. Jackpot Junction Casino, run by the Metawankton, Dakota, on the Lower Sioux Reservation in Morton, celebrated its eighth anniversary. That is that that big of a deal? It is the first. <laughs> number eight. eight huh? Number big eight. Yeah. Number eight. Number eight. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> it, is the, uh, it is the first Native American casino in Minnesota. Originally a bingo parlor, by 1988 it become a fully operational casino. VFD. Huh. Have you been? Why in the number hell did eight. that make this list? I'm glad that we celebrate this day when, history for the eighth anniversary the, of Jack. In two years from now, are we got to have the tenth? Oh yeah. When the locals around here go down to Morton, they always go around town taking cigarette orders. Oh, yeah. And they come back with like 100 <laughs> cartons of Salem's and Newport's and Marlboro's. You know, I've, I've stayed. Last summer, we stayed, the boys and I, on our baseball trip, we stayed at a jackpot junction. We sure did. They got a nice pool. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm right. sure it's a nice place, but Didn't the 8th anniversary, the, you know, eight, big deal. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> well, now in 1992, so that means this year's the 38th, right? So yeah, that's that a big deal. In here today, you big know. deal. 30th Sometimes Minnesota is really hard up for this day in history. I'll give you the governor who died in office. I never sure, yeah. yeah. crap about telling a town ball story again if we're celebrating the eighth anniversary. This is official of material. Well, that's true. That's All the way from South Africa. <laughs> Thank you, GL. You know who's not celebrating their eighth anniversary? That'd be my friends at Hofferman Water. 50 years they've been in business, over 50 years to be exact. An independent water treatment dealer, Hofferman is the absolute best. And they offer sales, service, and rental for those of you that are interested for Connecticut water treatment systems. That includes water softeners, iron rust, and odor filtration systems. And, of course, drinking water systems. I got that drinking water system installed a couple of months ago, and, man, oh, man, does it make a difference. Uh, the Connecticut systems are the best. They do th things other water softeners just simply cannot do. Like I said, it's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's going to protect your appliances, and that's because bad water affects almost every aspect of your home. Your showers get better when you get that system installed from Connecticut. So is your laundry and your drinking water. So if you're interested, please get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today. I've been a proud customer for years. You will be too. 952-894-4040. That's 952-894-4040. 
or just go visit their website and see everything that they have to offer at HoffermanWater.com. As I mentioned, proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them you heard about them right here on the Garage Logic podcast. And please give to the max. Yes. Either go to GarageLogic.com, click on the banner ad, or you can hop right over to PlayForPatrick.org. And we thank you in advance. And as long as you're online, hit the subscribe button on the Garage Logic YouTube channel. We're posting daily content there for your amusement. You can follow us along on all of our social media channels, which is Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Download that PodMN app for your smart device because if you listen to the Garage Logic podcast, you'll have the chance to win daily prizes just by listening to us via the PodMN app. And don't forget, if you haven't signed up for the town council yet, our first event coming up, what, two weeks from yesterday? Yes. Huh? You That's ready? Right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> All right, we're clear. From so, have you guys been able to nail down? Are we actually doing a podcast from uh, Apple um, Tatters Hall, Tattersville? I believe this will be in addition to. So we'll do the show, and then this will be something that's for the people that show up. But I don't know if the tech the the part about. That I be, don't know. Will it be released to the public? That's because a, if it if it's not released to the public, we could tell some stories. That's what I'm saying. But um, if the public um, is going to hear it, I, I, these are stories that uh, stay I've in got, house. I've got family members that don't want to have to deal with the fallout of my younger life, which Joe doesn't believe. Which would be a great bit. I could tell a story, and Joe and why you happened? Yeah, why you're making I... this up. Why would a woman take home a guy in a yellow suit? <laughs> great question. I mean, we got a lot of great stories, but we we got to keep them. You know, I don't care if the members hear them, but they can't find their way into social. Or Let's go here. I got to do this. Uh, oh, yeah. Hold on one sec. Let me pull that up. What are you writing about? Don't know yet, huh? I'll let you know first. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) See, in all the times you guys were ripping Herschel Walker, I don't think I said, I didn't contribute, did I? I don't think I did. And I just got a very accusatory uh, email. Oh, I think that came to all of us. I think we all got got it. Yeah. I got it too. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Noted. Well, how about the fact that he's just a liar? I mean, doesn't that count anymore? He's I guess a bad not. guy. Uh, I am ready if you are, sir. Uh, DHS, Minnesota's largest. Do you want to comment there? Yeah. Minnesota's largest agency, comma. <laughs> yep. Is guilty of violating its own 48-hour rule. No, not 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 apostrophe T, dumbass. Its own forty-eight-hour rule. Period. Okay. Uh, St. Paul Public Schools blew it when they when they divested from fossil fuel investments.
Did you say divested? Yeah. When they divested from fossil fuel investments. Okay. Period. Yep. Those investments are making a killing. Okay. Uh, John Height News featuring the last current performance by Dylan Height. That's enough. Okay. I went to uh, newspapers.com after you did the temps, you know, oh, Joe. I have a question yeah. for you, Johnny. And uh, on, on the page I ended up on, there's a just ask thing where they ask five local people a question. Mm-hmm. And the question was, what would you like most on a cold winter morning? And Emil Craig at 5141 14th Avenue South in Minneapolis, who looks to be about 60 with a weird smile, says to have a sit, have to sit close to a pretty girl wearing a mink coat on a crowded bus. Yeah, that's a pretty good answer. He'd like really? that. He'd like yeah. that, yeah. That would be so creepy. creepy to me. I don't know. Yeah, what a creeper. creepy. Fiftieth and fourteenth, or no? You said fifty first. Fifty one forty one fourteenth Avenue South. Somebody was asking about that, John. It's just newspapers.com is the website. Correct. Yes. Yeah, GLR emailed me, and I I couldn't remember. I and I forgot to ask you yesterday. Yeah. Where's so, the creek? Is the creek fiftieth? I, uh, I don't remember. I don't, I don't know. The creek. Where is the creek? A crack. Holy balls, it's Thursday already, gentlemen. I'm uh, I'm done for like, I don't know, 10, 11 days now. Are you traveling? No. No. Come on. Don't yell at the computer. It won't work. He does. He lives um, just a... Uh, Block south of the creek. That's a really cool neighborhood there. Well, he he lived there. He's he's dead now, I'm sure. Oh, he's gone. Well, this was 1953. Yeah. Oh. Oh, look here. I ha- I actually have his obit. 1968. He died. Well, that's too bad. He was a former labor publication editor and Democratic Party worker. Oh, commie. Editor of the Minnesota Labor Official Publication of the Congress of Industrial Unions from 1948 hey, to 56. None of the Bills fans want the game moved. They all I don't blame them. They all want it there. They said, We'll we'll bring shovels. We don't give a damn. It was the wow publicity director for Hubert Humphrey's first senatorial campaign. Who are we oh, talking my, about? That my grandpa the, knew him. The, the creepy guy, the guy that oh. said uh, if if any relatives of Mr. Krieger are listening, we, we mean that only in the finest life. way. It was on newspapers.com. And then I looked up the name. Oh. You can find anything online, Chris. What do you want to know about you? I can find stuff about you. No, don't do that. <laughs> Let's not do that. Let's not. Kenny might be tougher. His name's a little more common. <sighs> yeah. He had a sister, Mrs. Augusta P-T-I-S-C-H. How would you say that? Petish? Petish? How do you spell it? P T I S C H. Petish? Tish. Petish? It might just be Tish. They might have a silent P at the yeah. beginning. I just had one this morning. <laughs> you know, I that was the setup was there as soon as I said it. I knew somebody would jump on it. <laughs> uh, 
Although thank my you, youngest you, has Chris. to announce every time he's going to the bathroom to whoever is in the freaking house. All right, I'm going to go poop now. You know, Leela, just go to the bathroom. No when we have Gene on, I think it would be good if you and Dawn did most of the interaction with Gene. Okay. I just think it would be it would be more interesting. Johnny, send me news stories. Yep. Well, there'll be stuff though that you. I mean. Yeah, but I don't want to make. I don't right? want to make this about me and Gene, and and I'm worried it's going to head that way because we've known each other since '84 or five. Well, if it, I mean, uh, I remember uh, the first day I met Gene. Let me ask you a weird question. Yeah. If it ends up that way, and Don and I only you know ask one or two questions, why is that a problem? If it's interesting. Well, I'm if you guys this, are I, I don't want this show to be about me. I think um you and Don are far more interesting than me and Ross. Yeah. Well. And I think Ross and I um we uh I think we're, there's too much of us. Especially me and my stupid stories. <laughs> well, I'm not sure I agree with that, Kenny, but cuz I'll I, do whatever you well, want. when I listen back, anything that Don and you say to me is far more interesting than the bullshit that I'm spewing. Well, that's just because you you don't know it already. I mean, you already know the stuff about you, but it might be interesting. Uh, huh? You know what I mean? Does that make no, sense? No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Okay. Okay. But that tirade that Don went on was just fantastic this week. Which one? What was it oh, about? about the lady with the paranormal? Oh yeah, yeah, psycho lady. I would agree. You guys want University of St. Thomas men's hockey tickets? No. Okay. Uh, no. I would if they were playing Mankato. Oh, I suppose you would, yeah. Ugh. What else did I have in the news? I can't even remember. You had, oh, make sure you send me the uh, San Francisco one. If you're going, going to San Francisco. Francisco. Never been. I would either. Are you hmm? at all worried about what kind of entertainment we're going to be providing at Tattersalls? Nope, not really. I mean, I, I'm curious. <laughs> It'll be a state fair show without. Yeah, but this is a haul for these guys. They need payoff. We yeah, can't just go up there and beat us. assholes. <laughs> be us. Be nice to provide them with some entertainment, something memorable. Yeah. Yeah, I don't disagree. What could we do? What is these animals? Well, I, it, it it all falls on Joe and what he's up for. Well, if, like you said, if it's just going to be in-house there, there's a lot more we could do. You know what I mean? If it's not going to be broadcast. You know what sometimes works and sometimes doesn't? Hmm. Is we'll just have a list of ideas and things and just spring them on him and make him deal with whatever happens. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. 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 That sometimes works. But other times you can say to him, Joe, what would you be like if you were raised by your dad? Whoa. Yeah. You get nothing. I'd have to, I'd have to think about it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, uh, just, you know, just throwing a pitch in there. That uh, that Idaho story keeps getting more bizarre and more bizarre. I didn't see. Was there an update today? Yeah, there none. were two other roommates in the house that 
didn't even realize something was going on. Really? Yeah, that's a little weird. Passed out? I don't know. Overserved? Might might have been, but Jesus. Okay, Chris, here comes the stories. Coming in hot. Man, the high school football semifinals ready this weekend? No idea. Well, I suppose because Thanksgiving's next week. It's always the isn't it always the Friday after Thanksgiving, the prep bowl? I don't know. Okay, good talk. <laughs> Is that pretty helpful? Yep. Do they have a stage there? Do they have a back stage? I don't area? I have no idea. It's brand new. I, I don't know anything about it. It used to be a uh what did it used to be? It used to Jess Hammond was telling me. Uh well then. Let me just call her. She usually answers because she knows it'll be quick. Well, <laughs> hey, no. won't, won't Ross know? Maybe. I'd rather talk Some, to Jess. Somebody's, no offense, Ross. Somebody's been there. Well, it's, it's in Jess's hometown. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I didn't there. know. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. She's a Wisconsin She fan. is. She's a Packer fan like height. Woo that, that answers for her high tolerance of alcohol. She, yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Johnny, she was at, her and her husband were at the Cowboys game on Sunday. Oh, really? Yep. That would have been oh, a for fun Christ's game. sake, woman. She sees it to you. <laughs> she's not answering. No, normally she does. She must be in a meeting. Hi, you've reached Jessica. Can't answer my phone right now, but if you leave a message, I'll get back to you as Listen soon as possible. Listen to how pleasant she sounds. No, she treats me like just crap. At the time, well, please record your message. Doesn't everybody? Pretty much. You know, I was going to make you part of the Garage Logic Town Council, but since you didn't answer your damn phone, just kidding. <laughs> nothing urgent. You don't need to call me back. Bye. Let's call Roscoe. Ross. He won't know. I don't know. <laughs> Where are you call wanting? him on. You should call him on the studio line so we can all talk to him. Oh, good call. <laughs> Guess what I said. Good call. I get it. Five, five two. Oh, Jesus. I almost pulled yeah, a Ricey. Don't, don't give the number out. Okay. <laughs> Remember when Ricey gave out Ruff's number on Twitter? That was so damn funny. I'm still scarred by you two. Why? That was a horrible, horrible segment of my career. Well, is that when you uh, had to go outside and take a pill? When you two worked together. God, that every day was miserable. Every day. I remember that one day they made you go outside and take a, a nitro pill. Who did? You all, the, all you, you two did. All you two did was fight, and it was so frustrating. Ross didn't answer either. And he, one time he intentionally sab, uh, sabotaged the dumb kid we had. And I didn't like the kid either, but. God, he made us sound so bad on the air because he oh, sabotaged yeah. something with the computer system. You know, one of the funniest things you've ever we, done in the air was? I, I hate it. We had a huge, huge fight. Gail actually walked by and looked in to see if we were at coming to blows. When he, we had, or not we, but he, because he was producing the show, I was just the yucks guy. But he had recorded an interview with Roycey. I forget who they, it was somebody like a Jim Cott or somebody, you know, a, d- a decent sized deal. And it was so long, they had to split it in two segments. Yeah. And there was no outro. Ruff just sent it to your traffic report. <laughs> and so you were, you were sitting there. And I remember you went, 
And we'll be back just as abruptly with this next day. It was just so freaking perfect. Oh, my God. It was very funny, Kenny. That was... Uh, I don't remember that. I do. Oh, it was so funny. God, he was so bad at the job. Holy balls. I wouldn't have cared if he, if he was a decent guy, but he was also a dick, including being incompetent at his job. Well, you both hated each other, and you both yelled at each other every day. Not every day. Yeah, it was every day. Well, pretty much made, every day, Chris. Yeah. the rest of our lives just miserable. Because you two wouldn't go out and settle it like men. <laughs> oh, I would have been glad to. Skirt-wearing wussies. Oh, I would have been more than I, happy. Yeah, I know done. you are, but what am I? You know, I know, like, I know I'm not a fighter, but when I look at roofs, I really see a person who's not a no. fighter. <laughs> Hey, if you're listening, Corey, how you doing? <laughs> well, I like Corey. Yeah, well, well, I, I, I don't, don't, don't hate the guy. I just couldn't stand. You know, I enjoyed working with whatever. him. No, you didn't. Yeah, it, he was all right. Uh, I love the way he could pawn off his duties on other people. <laughs> I, I really respected him for that. And boy, he, he just at every turn, he had somebody else doing his bidding for him. That was so fantastic. I learned a lot about him, hmm. uh, a lot about doing that from you. Delegate this stuff. Chris, I just sent you my timesheet. Sweet. Boy, the news is depressing. Nah. See, now the beauty of it, I don't have to really follow it for a week and a half. So I like that. Oh, when we're done with the show tomorrow. I am not picking up a goddamn newspaper for 10 days. Oh, I'll look at newspaper. I just won't worry about nope. it. Oh, page sporadic. What's going on here? Huh. We found a foot in Yellowstone, huh? Really? Didn't see that. Did you hear that, Kenny? He's gone. All right. Whoops. Okay, there we go. Okay, my duties for Garage Logic have been wrapped up for the next Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Eleven days. I got eleven days now. Uh oh, Miguel uh -oh. Sonone was what? Uh oh, who do you sign with? The MLB trade rumors. There's no Miguel news, or is it that nobody gives a damn? <laughs> He'll get a minor league deal from somebody with the Pirates. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There's no other news. I wish stuff would start happening. Start signing people. Come on, make trades. Oh, I love the rumors, and I'm not ripping Doogie, but it's you know they're prepared to offer him 300 billion. Yeah. Well, okay, then the Dodgers are going to give him 350. Yeah. Yep. Plus, am I dumb saying I wouldn't give Carlos Correa 300 million dollars? I don't know that I would. I would. Uh, I mean, there's plenty of shortstops on the market. I mean, well, you're still gonna I'm, you're still gonna pay. Plus, yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. But I mean, for every. Manny Machado and Bryce Harper deal that works out. I, I still think the Bryce Harper contract's a bad one. Yeah. He's a great hitter, don't get me wrong, but he's a DH. 
Well, he won't be next year. He was this year. He had to be. He couldn't throw. Yeah, but he's getting Tommy John surgery, John. Yeah. Which means well, it'll not... fix it. <laughs> it'll fix it. Well, I got news for you. Your body doesn't get better as it gets older. Yeah, he'll be fine. No, <laughs> he was a piss poor outfielder before he blew out his elbow. Oh, he wasn't that bad. Why do you hate? Uh, why do you hate him? I don't know. You do, probably, man. Probably jealousy. <laughs> probably jealousy. I don't know. Just oh, yeah, yeah I, I kind of agree with you on the Korea thing because I really wish they'd sign some pitching that weren't guys who you know yeah. were like what's his name was that was pathetic Bundy I mean, come on and so was uh, no, you know, the, uh, the, I he love, was at, I would have been okay with the Bundy one had they also not done Archer yeah the well Archer I was just saying was flushing money down the freaking toilet and I love Archer he's a great guy and as an I think he'd make a great announcer uh, when he's been on TV he's been great but. He's no I'm longer sorry. a major league pitcher. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, uh, and okay. you can't even use him for an inning because he he'll still get rocked. Yeah, 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 Chris. Hey, but I saw that uh, Doogie also said uh, they were talking about a multi-year deal for Emilio Pagan. Shut up! <laughs> That's what he said. It was one of his little blurbs, which would just be come the, on. I mean that. That can't happen. That cannot happen. I agree. I agree. He sucks. Brent Rooker, is that the guy that used to be a twin? He did. He was a draft first rounder, if I'm not mistaken. He's been claimed off waivers by the A's from the Who Royals. Who the hell was he with? He was with the Royals. Jesus, for a million dollars, I never would have guessed he was with the I Royals. Wouldn't, I wouldn't have either. In fact, I'd have probably said, oh, he's telling the minors with the twins or something. I don't know. That's too. Why? Why? Why is this not copy? Sometimes some of these websites oh, you use. Not only that, he was in the uh, Pagan Taylor Rogers trade. They that him, I knew. They sent him to San Diego. Yeah, that I knew. Then he ended up with the Royals midseason and played in the minors. Also, oh, the 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 Pods traded him for something. They got something for him. Apparently, apparently, apparently. Uh, let's see, Kansas team. You know what I would like to be right now? Hmm. A liquor store owner in Buffalo. Oh, God, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm just looking at this news story you just sent me. I mean, honest to God, how much yeah. money are those effers going to make? Brooker was four for 25. Uh, with the Royals and 0 for 7 with San Diego. I remember at one point arguing with Mackie about him. How long ago was he drafted? We had to have still been on the radio. He was then. drafted in, drafted by the Twins, 38th round of the 2016 MLB June Okay, so draft. yeah, it, we would have still been on the radio. I remember going, why are we drafting, a, a? we're drafting a poor man's version of Josh Willingham in the first round. Why are we doing this? Yeah. Well, launch angle, power, blah, 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 blah. No, I want a guy that can play somewhere in the field. He hit, uh, the only season he played with the Twins really was 2021. Hit 201 with nine homers and 16 RBIs in 213 plate appearances. And then I remember that, so they signed Willingham. God, God, I I forgot about him. When I did that show with Judd, he would, Judd, and I love Judd dearly, but he would say stuff and I would say, you're you're so wrong, but I can't argue with you because I'm your producer. <laughs> I just don't care. 
Because I said, because Doogie was on, I think this was when Joe Anderson was still on the show, and they Josh Willingham had, remember that first year, he had a great year. He hit like 36 bombs. 3,510 3, RBIs and 260. Yeah. And I said, yep. I would trade him right now and get stuff for him because they were they were going nowhere. And then that, I remember uh, Doogie said, well, you can't set a precedent by uh, signing a guy and then trading him. Who gives a damn? Chris, you'd have been smart if you were a GM then because the next year he, he had 14. 14 home runs, 48 RBIs, and he hit 208. Yeah. I said, my God, his value is high. Trade him right now. Yeah. Of course, that would have taught, needed foresight from, oh, I'll never forget that. And we also argued about, this is now in hindsight, I'm going to look like a genius, but I thought this at the time because I knew he couldn't play. This was early. Remember when, remember when the Colts released Peyton Manning? Yeah. And he was doing this tour and... The Vikings that said they're not interested. I said, uh, why? And they said, and I remember John Pond argued with me going, well, they, they got to see what they got and ponder. What? Ooh, and yikes. I knew he couldn't play. Yeah. Well, you spent a first round pick him. Who gives a damn? Yeah. I should have done my own sports talk show. No, that would have been God awful. And see, and then you might not have a job now because you probably wouldn't have been working with us. So, Right. Piping hot sports takes. We'd be talking about, God, have you guys heard that idiot Reavers on K-Fan? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, report is out. What do we got? What do we got? What do we got? October. Ooh. What? 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 Okay. You don't want to say anything at the moment, do you? 1.2. We're down a little bit. Oh, well, that's still not bad. And Joe will say it's not, but not good. But could but be worse. We gained over last year. That's I think that's one of the big metrics they're looking for. Yeah, year to so year. You gain over year to year. Well, year to year uh, numbers show us that. Uh, Let's see, MSP. Holy crap! Purple Daily's at six hundred fifty thousand. Well, that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Well, I suppose because they're eight and one, that's probably helping them out quite a bit. Yeah. Not, I mean, not taken away. I'm just saying that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure it does help. Did you see the alleged leaked uniforms, by the way? Oh, my God. I hate them. They didn't. I only got a quick glimpse at them right before we went on the air. So I haven't really. Just, John, use your power. Bring back. Those, I, I, don't, I don't have any power. The cream tops with the light blue pinstripe for home with no num with no name on the back. Those jerseys are sweet. You know, Which ones? I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> Just like the show. <laughs> no, it's uh okay. Remember the the massive home run that Jim Tomey hit, where Delvin Young's in the background going, "Oh, you know what meme I'm talking yes. about?" Yeah, the uh -huh. jerseys uh -huh. that they're wearing in that it, when he hit that bomb, they're they're not. It's a it's a cream top. You know, this cream uniform with those very light blue pinstripes. I do remember those are great uniforms. And they're from they. It was a throwback to the whatever 60s i think yeah but those yeah, jerseys those, are fantastic those are great yep those should be their home uniforms they didn't, they didn't bring those back though chris i know they didn't and that's dumb is there only two new ones by the way because i only saw two uniforms on the thing i have no idea all right maybe there's more and they just uh because it was somebody tweeted it now of course i can't find it so uh oh oh my god that george brett thing is so damn i've heard that's video clip a hundred times the breath thing yes yeah i saw it yesterday too and watched it of course 
All right, Chris, I have to leave you now. Yeah, okay. okay. Well, I guess I'll just flip Wilson. Here. I'll see you in two Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Have fun, Johnny. See ya. All right. You too. Have a good Thanksgiving. Right. Yep. You too. See ya. Talk to you. Bye. Town council. <laughs>